1: Crocs classic clogs and sandals are so comfy, all you'll have to worry about is how you're going to personalize them. Choose your favorite classic clog, sandal, or slide. Then load them up with your favorite gibbet charms to create a truly one-in-a-million pair. Experience all-day comfort you can make totally your own at crocs.com. That's C-R-O-C-S.com.
0: It looks like we have an uninvited guest. Let's show her who's boss here. Catch her!
2: Hello and welcome to CORE. Hey, it's CORE where we talk about video games and uh, we have fun doing it. My name is Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger and uh, welcome to episode 357. It is March 16th, 2023, and we're very happy to be here with you. Uh, We screwed up last week, though. We didn't even mention, I don't know how we we did this, but we didn't even mention that Greg Ghostcrawler Street, uh, formerly of Blizzard uh, World of Warcraft fame, who went on to riot, famously went to riot, worked on League of Legends for years, and then was head of the uh, yet unnamed, uh, but definitely in development, League of Legends-based MMO, has quit. Uh, his last day is sometime early April in at Riot, and then he's off to new adventures. And We didn't even talk about it. What is wrong with us? Why didn't we think of that?
1: You know? That's a big one.
2: You guys came to the Nerdtacular that Greg was
1: at. Do you remember that? Yeah. I you know? worried that he thought I was stalking him in an elevator.
2: Oh, that's right. That's you. I couldn't think of who the elevator story was. It was you. <laughs> that's me. Yeah because he was in there the two times she got in the elevator
1: <laughs> yeah and close proximity too yeah like it wasn't I, the only reason i was in the elevator a second time is because i forgot something up in my room and i had to go back and he was in there again yeah i don't know why he was in there twice
2: yeah well About according to greg's uh, social posts he's ba- and i've talked to him on the side i don't know how much i can even share but he's basically went through a lot of personal stuff recently um some death in his family and some other stuff and i think he's he's just kind of rearranging what he wants to do and where he wants to be at the moment uh and i'm excited for him no idea what he's on to next though uh like if it's going to be he said he was
1: staying in video games yeah right? yes that, sure we, that we know said that
2: in his tweets yeah it would well, be funny if he went back to uh, marine biology which is his <laughs> yeah. training Anyway, we wish it's Greg... time the, to go
1: back to the sea.
2: We wish him the best of luck and uh, think very highly of Greg. And I know he's going to do great, whatever it is. Uh, so good luck. It's your loss, Riot. Sorry. You and Tencent can suck it. You're losing one of the best devs ever, ever. All right. Time for this. Uh, So, all right. As we all know, as we know, we got a big release coming up for a lot of Resident Evil fans. John being one of them. It's the uh, Resident Evil Four remake, which uh, I'll probably end up playing, just because some someone will buy it. <laughs> One sounds watch me. so
1: defeated. Uh, <laughs> probably gonna to gonna have to play,
2: play that. Game. I mean, I heard we were on. I was finishing my stream of uh, Dead Space remake the other day, and somebody in there, I think, said, "Well, I'm getting that for you." I'm like, "Okay, well, I've got like eight days until I have to deal with it, but." Anyway, that game is anticipated highly by a lot of people who loved it back in the day, either the original GameCube release or uh, subsequent releases. and um,
1: <laughs> On everything. It was the original Skyrim.
2: That's true. And in, it, in a lot of ways, it was. It got really spread around, especially recently. Like, there's VR versions and uh, up versions for other stuff. And now this thing's like a complete remake in the vein of what we got with 2 and 3. It's weird that we never got one of those for 1. I know... Z- it I know zero. Got,
1: it got that GameCube version. Yeah. Uh, and that has gotten, I think, a pretty loving PC port. So I, I, I kind of get the feeling that they consider that an official remake. It's not in the same style. Um, it's a little more dated feeling because it's tank controls and all that. But right. I think that's what they consider the one remake.
2: Um, not that we are a show that generally relies on what's going on in Twitter posts or virality in that regard. But there is something that came up during the week where somebody uh, said specifically FPS ethics said no, FPS
1: aesthetics. Aesthetics, see sorry, how, it's not. See, nice. see, see what it they it
2: did? Yeah, becomes I, a pun. <laughs> it does. Uh, they posted the now, I think, some somewhat famous use of Resident Evil putting big paint, what well, looks like somebody took a big paintbrush and just painted a yellow X on stuff you're supposed to break, uh, a barrel in this case, a, a crate, a couple of crates, uh, what window to go through is one of these, and it sparked a ton of conversation. This thing got 16.3 million views and a lot of debate back and forth about not hand-holding us, but games that give you clear demarcation of what you need to do and where you should go is kind of what it's evolved into. So we thought it'd be fun to talk about it here. Uh, personally, I like the big dumb yellow X on stuff in that game. Not because it helps me know where I need to break. Usually I'll hit any barrel if I see it. Um, for me, it's just kind of dumb and I like it. You know what I mean? I like just going, (laughs) "Ah, I just came around this corner. Nothing's been in here for a thousand years. Nothing but zombies and dead things. Uh, Oh, what's this? A giant X on a thing. I must have to, you know, I like that as just kind of a cheese ball, uh, you know, breadcrumb in the game. But at the end of the day, that's kind of what this is. It's not that different than any other visual cue in a game where they're like all right well that blinking red light must be something i'll go over there and, and fiddle with it oh cool that that opens the whole next area glad i saw that red light to me this is no different than that so i know there's a lot of splitting hairs going on but i thought it'd be fun to talk about so let's start with john as the resident evil re- resident resident evil fan get it what i did there with the two residents cuz yeah. the re- resident and then yeah. the game uh yeah. does it has it ever bugged you
1: that they held your hand like that to for lack of a better way of explaining it I'm sure the internet is going to love that I'm taking a measured response to this and not diving heavy on an extreme with a hot take. Mm. Um, Because I I think the first thing I'm going to say is it depends. Mm. Uh, I think this is a great decision for some games, I think it's not a very good decision for others. Um, I will tell you one of the first things I did, I'm going to be talking about it later in the Resident Evil 4 demo. Is pull out my knife and poke a barrel that was not breakable in that game. Right. And I went, oh, all right. (laughs) And then later I saw a barrel with a big yellow X on it. And I went, I bet that's breakable. And I poked it with a knife and it broke. Yeah. And I think... I think in that regard, if you're going to have literally the same item and sometimes you can break it and sometimes you can't, mm-hmm. I think having a big mark that denotes it right. is fine. I think it's good. In fact, I also will say that that game um, plays at kind of a frantic pace, uh, and I don't know how much of the game is going to feel that way, but the the sequence that's in the demo is very... Run, 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 go hit this, do this, turn around. Look at this. What's going on over here? Block this guy, shoot this guy, run over here. And if you're moving at a fast pace like that, something that is flashy that stands out as you can break this, you can do something with it is very useful. Um, So I think in the context of Resident Evil 4 Remake, I like that it exists. Mm. Uh, Whereas I do think that if I was maybe playing a game in VR, Or I was playing a game that was more designed to immerse me in a world. I think I'd probably agree with the initial premise of the tweet, which is, this kind of takes me out of it, this kind of is world-breaking, and I don't really like it. But I don't see Resident Evil, especially Resident Evil 4 as being an immersive game where it's like, no, I got to pretend like I'm not in a video game. <laughs> like it's a video game ass video game. Yeah. Um, and there's some stupid video game stuff in here. So marking the stuff that's breakable with a big yellow X, uh, doesn't seem like a Cardinal sin to me.
2: Not to me either. And also I would just add this before I throw it to Bo. Um, we all go into a video game and if we see a green barrel, we know we don't care. We see a red barrel we immediately care. We would like to shoot that barrel and have it explode <laughs> and kill things around it. Right.
1: I played a game once where I shot a red barrel and nothing happened. And I'm not kidding. I was confused for a good minute. Solid. Yeah. It's, it's like weird. going, going behind a waterfall and there isn't a cave back there. It's like, I don't understand.
2: It's a weird Why? thing. It's very weird. It's just dis- discordant when the red barrels don't explode. Having seen that a couple times myself. So Bo, when it comes to video games and, uh, breadcrumbs, things to help you know where to go and what to do next and what to break open or not. Uh, does it take you out of the game a little bit? I think in an immersive game it does, right? Because it's, it's supposed to be
3: immersive. Yeah. But yeah, it can because like sometimes it's, it's warranted, right? Like, if not everything's interactable, please guide me. You know, mm-hmm. there, there's a tasteful way to do it. I think in the best cases, what game designers are doing is highlighting things and you not noticing that you picked those things because they were high. Like you didn't intellectualize, you know how you like, you don't concentrate on breathing, but you do it. Oh yeah. So I think the idea is like, you know, you should be noticing these things, but it shouldn't be so ham handed. Right. Um, that it's like here, do this thing. Like it's always like, you know, press F to interact just always kind of kills the soul.
1: Right? Like just
3: anything, you know, you know what I mean? Like, sure. Anyways, you know, I, I think that discourse reached a fever pitch with the release of Elden Ring and they were making fun of Ubisoft games and, you know, even in, in World of Warcraft, something is lost when you just feel like an Uber driver, like here's the, here's the pickup, here's the thing to do, there's a place to drop it off. You know, it's like the magic of exploration is still a magic to be experienced, and and I think that's that's as much true of terrain as it is of discovering what's in a game, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could you see know. that. I mean, the thing is, though, we're also entering an era—we've already entered it—where games are starting to be filled with accessibility options. Some of them are similar to this, so. You can go buy a modern Assassin's Creed game, and in the past, you had a a small map in the corner, could bring up the bigger map and look at everything that was everywhere, and you just see a million icons and activities to go do, and you know it was all laid out for you. You didn't have to do anything uh, to do that. These days, you buy a modern one of those games, and one of the first things it presents you with is like, hey, do you want to go through this world blind? Basically, you don't want to Do you not want to see all these activities? You want to discover them on your own, one hundred percent, without any guiding. I think they call it unguided mode or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and basically, you just turn all that stuff off, and you can be incremental about it. It's like, well, I want to see where major markers are, but I don't want to see where side quests are, whatever. You can kind of tailor your experience and um and play it more like kind of a Souls like, where it's like, I don't know what's out there, I got to go find out. And I kind of prefer that. Because then what you've said is, I would like this game to be playable by a lot of different tastes, schedules, abilities, all of that. Um, not to mention things like colorblindness and, you know, uh, otherwise impaired people who might need different controller setups or whatever. I like that. I prefer that. So it would be cool, for example, if this remake of uh, uh, RE4 had an option in the in the visual menu or something that said uh, "X." Uh, yellow X marks, uh, breakables, toggle that on or off. And then you've got the, I mean, this is just the example we're using. It's kind of a dumb one, but, but there's, there's your way of, of bridging the gap and saying, well, if you want to make sure you're never missing possible inventory increases or whatever, uh, leave that on. But if you want to have the mystery of it all and not really know what you're swinging at, and you're not sure if that docks is going to open, or if you missed one or whatever, you want that experience. And the, quote unquote, more immersive experience, well, then that's an option too. So for me, that's the best of both worlds. If, if, if things keep going the way they're going, that's how, that's how this stuff solves itself in the future. And there may even be a scenario where you're playing a doom game and the exploding barrels are the same color as any other barrel because you've toggled off them being red. Therefore they won't explode. Do you know what I'm saying? Like,
0: yeah,
1: I mean, I think, choice. I think, yes, in a perfect world where you can toggle literally anything, like more options are better than than not. In some cases, yeah. um, you know, unpopular internet opinion, I do think there is merit to having games that just go, no, oh, this is the game. You're gonna have the exact same experience playing it as anybody else playing it. Yeah. Um, I do think accessibility for. You know, people that have uh, disabilities or handicaps, I think that's always good. But as far as like game options, I think having something that is just like, no, the experience is the experience and it's what it is. um, I think there's merit to that existing, Um, just like I think that there is uh, merit to games going, no, we want a really customizable experience, go hog wild. But obviously not every game does that, and I don't know enough about game dev to say, like, how easy is it to just enable all those options across the board? I would guess it's not a super easy thing to do. So while it's certainly the ideal, I don't think that it's something that's viable for every single video game that comes out. And I think that's why you kind of just have to pick your, pick your points. I don't think resident evil four is a very good example because I think there's a million things in resident evil four that makes you say like, Oh, well immersion's already out the window. When bullets land on the ground, a pillar of red light comes up like Diablo loot just dropped out of a human being. (laughs) Like there's, there's plenty of things in that game besides yellow paint that wreck immersion that are just pretty standard in that, in that series. But you might not feel that way if you were playing, you know, Elden Ring is a good example where you don't want a lot of hand-holding because so much of that is about discovery. Part of what made my experience with Elden Ring so good was, oh my gosh, I did this and it did something. Yeah. Like I did that organically and I took the time for it. Um, you don't want that necessarily in a Doom game that's about running super fast and shooting super fast. You want visual language that tells you i shoot this barrel the barrel goes boom mm-hmm. because i'm making decisions on a fraction of a second i i just want to look at it and know what it's going to do i don't want to sit there and be immersed by the barrels you know
2: <laughs> right that's a that's a good way of putting it nobody really wants to be immersed by the barrels potentially right Like yeah um but i but i okay i just finished dead space remake here's a good example and you guys beat it already like a month ago, but I, I spread it out over a streaming schedule and I really enjoyed my time in there, uh, loved it, and would play two and three if they remake them. Anyway, uh, there's that thing where you throw down a, a little neon light that points you in the direction to go if you're lost. It's like, uh, and it was, and didn't seem very common in games until that point. Feels like that game maybe even invented this this UI element. But for me to just go, and have a go and now there's a thing that says go down this hall and turn right that would have without that i think that game's nearly unplayable because i know there's somebody who's beat the whole game without ever using it okay i know you exist but i would not have enjoyed myself if i constantly was lost because that game every room looks like a nasty disgusting freaking alien shithole and For me to know where I need to go next and where to backtrack and where was I again and just have to use the map as a way to do it. Nightmare scenario. Can't do it. It would have been the worst. So uh, I'm kind of for this stuff where it makes sense. You don't want to overdo it or else it's just you don't want to make a clicker, you know, like cookie clicker the video game. Before you know it, it's just doing everything for you. I don't want that. Um, Some people do, but you know i wanna I want have some options, so anyway, I'd love to hear people's thoughts. Send them in to uh, our text line or uh, our email address, which we'll get to later because you should have a say in this discussion. Let us know what you think. All right. How about this? A patron question, Oh shit, I forgot to grab it.
3: I <laughs> uh, just wanna check in because we had an assignment at the start of the show. And yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stop and concentrate on core. I was pro it was using GPT to try to program pong. What a useless pile of shit oh. GPT is! Oh, and now oh, we're keep, keep keep in mind it's everything using- wrong. I'm having to work way too hard on it, and it doesn't help me with my answers. So. Yeah, these salespeople are, I think, are kind of
2: lying. Well, keep in mind you're using three five. It's four that's supposed it to be insane. Would have been way faster just to do it myself. Yeah. Give them
1: twenty dollars and find out, Bo. Let's just
2: yeah, twenty bucks yeah. for four
1: Double double down on it. Spend money on it now. Yeah, uh, well, don't believe
3: the hype. I think the I think this is the new NFT. I think this is the new NFT metaverse thing, and there's a lot of hype behind it, and it's not. It's still great, but it's not going to be as good as.
2: I don't know. I don't trust people. Kentucky Fried Computer says uh, make better prompts or use better prompts.
0: <laughs> now,
3: it's easier to write the code. It's Pung. Like, it's it's like the opposite of a cal- is. What if the calculator made you uh, take an hour to do, you know, four <laughs> divided by two? Yeah. It feels like.
2: Yeah, no, I get it. I I I mean, yeah. Like, I play baseball underwater, you know, like sure it feels like sure no there's it's in some infancy stage business here but apparently i mean i've been following the 4.0 stuff since it hit yesterday or whatever there's some pretty crazy shit in there and someone did make pong in like 10 minutes and i but i really wanted to say was kentucky fried computers not actually wrong here there's there is an argument to be made for how good are you at prompting the output like not that guy, bad, like
3: but... M- maybe, but like it's being sold as something that's of value to me. So I asked it for lottery numbers. Can't give me any lottery numbers. I asked it for <laughs> to program pong, not programming pond. <laughs> pong, I'm like, I don't need the shit. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't seem good at all. It, it seems like seem trash. great.
2: Yeah. Well, time will tell. Yeah.
3: So um, I guess if they make it better for the average idiot like me,
2: then there you go. Uh, today's Patreon question this week is from Richard Neller. Or Kneller? Just probably Kneller. The K is probably silent.
1: Yeah, I'm probably a silent K. Uh
2: he says any game. it's more of a special K. You know? Ne- never mind. That's a cereal here in the States, but Bo do not know what we're talking about. Uh maybe you have a special K up there. Do you have what's <laughs> what's the hot grandma cereal special, of Canada? What do you what like do you the drug special K? <laughs> oh, is that a thing?
3: Wait. Oh no, there, there's a cereal called special K. Yeah, yeah, we've had special K. Yeah. Okay. Kellogg's. It's the healthy version of the same shit that's a cornflake yeah it's like a they don't flip. they don't encrust it as much with sugar is my understanding yeah special k yeah yeah i think but they used right. to sell it like part of a healthy you, oh 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 you want to be healthy oh don't no no here don't don't eat those cornflakes I have Special K. <laughs> it's, yeah. just, it's literally the same trash
2: cat food. Yeah, they the, know how to get the, you. Fish food, fish. Ew, anyway. It's even worse. They're delicious,
3: <laughs> actually. Special K and cornflakes are great, though.
2: All right. Well, both a both a uh, biting commentary and a resounding uh, endorsement, endorsement. Of, <laughs> of all things <laughs> Kellogg's. Uh, oh, anyway, fresh. Richard Neller wrote in and says any game franchises you will always 100% buy into. I mean, I don't even feel like John should get to answer this because we already know the answer. What? Because it, it's got two F's in it and it's... The rest yeah, we it don't want to
3: say its name lest we invoke the terror. It, rama, it rhymes what? with... Schminel Schmammamy. Schminel Schmamami. yeah. There
1: are a ton of Final Fantasy titles that come out that I have not played and don't own. <laughs> all right, really? so this
2: is good to know. So, all right, let's start with you. What is 100% Every time you hear about it, oh, they're doing a sequel. It's part of a franchise.
1: Long running or not, you are in 100%. What is it? Uh, I can give you a few. Go. Uh, Civilization. Okay. Always buy the new Civilization game. I'm into that. Um, I haven't even played it recently. They're like, we're making a new one. I'm are already in. Yeah. Going to do it. Yeah. Uh, the Chrono series. Uh, it's only two games, but I love Chrono Trigger. I love Chrono Cross. I was really excited for... Chrono Break, when it was a rumor, it never came out. Oh. Um, but if they ever make another Chrono game, I will check it out for sure. Yeah. Um, and any mainline Final Fantasy title. <laughs> All
2: right. Fair enough. I think that's good. I would say Diablo. Uh, I will always pay, play a Diablo game.
1: I mean, apparently, Diablo Four is uh, that would be mine too. Like, Diablo Four is really testing me, but considering I pre-ordered the stupid thing, like a hypocrite loser. Yeah. uh, Apparently, I'm going to play Diablo Four. Yes,
2: you will be playing Diablo Four. Um, I was I tomorrow,
1: as a matter of
2: fact. I even played Diablo Immortal for a hot second.
1: Oh, I played Diablo Immortal too. Gross.
2: Yeah. See, you're committed. That's one you should put on your list. Um, that's one for me. Uh, Zelda is a uh, one I would put on there. Even the ones I don't like, like, I think skyward swords a little rough. And I think, uh, uh, twilight princess is a little samey. I mean, there's certain entries, the, the breaking weapons and breath of the wild and all that, but, um, it doesn't matter whatever the next one is. I'll get it because that's how that'll go. Um, Bo, do you have a. You have a series that you're I just feel always like on? it's Diablo, considering how much I paid for the damn game beta this weekend. It's a lot, right? It's
3: expensive. I, well,
1: I went the whole hog, too. I'm like, uh, I'm already spending oh, he went whole. It. He went whole hog. He went top tier.
2: So, Wayne, how, how much is that Canadian? I'm just curious what that is. I don't even want to say it, good guys. It's over I 100
1: it's bucks. A lifetime <laughs> subscription to Star Trek Online. <laughs> That
3: was like two hundred and something, right? <laughs> I can't remember, but it was. It, it broke a hundred dollars. Wow! Um, wow! One twenty nine ninety nine. Wow! Because I'm gonna play four days early. I hope it's good.
0: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a feeling it will be, but it's uh, a I lot. Like to
3: Diablo. Ask. Uh, Diablo is always. Yeah, what like franchises like Diablo for sure. Yeah. Um, do you have any yeah, others? The other like, one is, well, right now it's like anything Larian does, I would definitely buy. Yeah, that's good. Larian well, yeah, That's do. true.
1: Anything yeah. Supergiant Games puts out, I would play.
3: Sure. Like, like, even though it's because like, I've passed on a lot of their games, but Hades sure was, you know, I'll be buying Hades too as soon as possible. Yeah. I don't think there's like a franchise over the years, but I'm like, I'm kind of stingy and cheap and, you know, curmudgeon Yeah. Like, Franchise. I'm just trying to think, like, 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 no, Half Life. Half Life. Like, I change interests over time, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, there's Any a period of my person. time that I had to be on every ma- new Magic release, and then I stopped playing Magic: The Gathering. You know, like something that's persevered. I don't
1: know. It's Diablo. Over the years, I played all the Diablos. That's in. yeah,
3: and it's prescient. So,
1: so yeah, okay, yeah. you will always 100% buy into. Um, does that mean that you just buy it? doesn't matter how you feel about it, or do you have to have loved every game in the series? No,
2: I don't think you do. I think no, he, when he I says don't. 100% buy into, that means you buy into it whether you've had a perfect experience or not. You're just always there for it.
1: I didn't spend any money on Diablo Immortal.
2: True.
3: You didn't. So, I, did pl- I played it. I mean, you did play I played, it. I did yeah. play it. Yeah. I hate
1: played it. I did the equivalent of hate watching.
2: Yeah, you hate played it, but you still played it. And that to me yeah, says that's, that's someone true. committed to a franchise because he's at least willing to look at that thing.
3: Yeah, it was relevant enough to you that you had to see it and feel the heartbreak. Well, rather than I like,
1: knew I was going <laughs> to bitch about it and I wanted to at least say that I've played it because usually that's the first thing you get is, did you play it? Yeah. No, I, and I wanted to be able to tell those people, yes, I did, and it wasn't even a good game—not about the microtransactions. It was bad game on top of microtransactions.
3: Like, I understand the rationale for thinking that it doesn't count, but it does count in like, large that's amounts. Still, that's still a valid reason that puts you in the—you've always got to check it out. Sure, yeah,
2: fair, fair enough. In that count, in that, but count, I
3: understand anyway. what you're saying.
2: Yeah. Uh, well anyway I hope that answers your question there Richard. Uh, clearly we're all agree we're in agreement on the Diablo side of things so maybe you are too. Tomorrow will be a big day for all those KFC people who bought the double down <laughs> gave themselves diarrhea well done.
1: Everyone. Put themselves one step closer to seeing Diablo himself.
2: Yep, go <laughs> on. Yeah, breaking through the 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 veil of the uh, the great he- the high heavens or Burning Hells. I don't know where. I don't know how your life's been up to this point. I don't want to judge.
1: <laughs> if you if you're buying a double down so that you can pre-order Diablo, yeah, and get into the beta.
2: I feel like you're on one I, side.
1: I feel like I feel like I made a accurate statement.
2: Yeah, you've made a choice.
1: And, and maybe
3: uh, you're a young man though, and they, that's what you got. You are doing what you got to do to get, uh, you know, get in.
2: Maybe you'll go. Maybe you'll show up, and, and Imperius will be there at the gates. Imperius will go. He'll see you eating that sloppy freaking mayo-covered two pieces of chicken gnarly sandwich and go, sacrilege. And then you'll get sucked down <laughs> into, the, into the burning hells. And immediately, you're going to have to have anal sex with uh, Asmodan. That's the rule. As soon as Ugh. you get there.
1: Well, I mean the good news is you'll have practice fighting the hordes of evil. Giving um, or receiving. The bad news is if you're going down there with your double down, you're more likely to get down there and first thing you'll hear is mm, fresh meat. Yeah. You'll have to deal with that guy.
2: Oh, uh, but to answer Bo's question, giving or receiving, I think you should be forced to give Asmodam what like, he wants.
3: It seems like a you know comfortable yeah comfortable place to lay. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I
2: don't know. He's probably a good cuddler. He's a big dude. You could hang off I
3: was of his looking at
1: him like a big bean bag. Do you think his nipple yeah, rings yeah, are yeah, far yeah. enough
2: yeah. apart I could grab him like this? Nipple ring left hand,
3: nipple like ring right Tom hand. Tom
1: Cruise in Mission Impossible 2? Yeah. Just hanging off of Asmodan. Yeah, nipples. He's,
3: he's really big. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right. yeah you I'm probably
3: could play some Bionic Commando on his nipple ring. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> You
3: know, you could be a whole Bionic Commando level.
2: (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love Bionic Commando. What a great game that was. Oh yeah. The remake or the retry to remake it wasn't that great, but the old game poof, real good. All right. Well, I, we hope that answers your question. Now this, Oh, that's cool. Wait, is that the, yeah, that's our thing. Uh, It's time to do what we played this week and uh, I'm going to start. All right. We didn't have any shared games, so I'm going to get right into this. Work. Harder Hotel Renovator Hotel oh, okay. Renovator. Um, it sounds like a chorecore game. Well, it is. It is exactly you what know that is.
1: You're the micro of video games. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what and that
2: was dirty, dirty work or what? What do you what do you dirty think? Dirty jobs. You no, just in there, yeah. uh,
1: dirty games with Scott Johnson.
2: Yep, that's me. Um, so this game comes out. Uh, I I should mention that Dev sent me a code. Didn't know what to think of it. I hadn't heard of it prior to me receiving the code, and I thought, well, it looks like it's up my alley. Though I like this kind of crap, so I got it and played. And I am here to tell you that I think this is a really fun, goofy game. Um, it is, it is what you think it is. You go into this like dilapidated, horrible, freaking hotel that's like all gone to crap. It looks like a crack house, um, but it's big, and you got multiple floors you got to deal with, and all that, and all these rooms. But it's the all hotel junk.
1: from the Shining.
2: I mean, no, but it's got. I mean, it looks my, my, like
1: the hotel from the Shining. My
2: choice of floor here, because I made that flooring.
1: Oh, well, okay.
2: Was kind of based on that because prior to this, it was all torn up. Because you go in there and you actually take a crowbar to everything and break it all and destroy it all. Um, what's oh, what's so in it's there? it's Half Life Three. So it's Half Life Three exactly. I made that yeah. joke many times streaming it because you really do feel like Gordon Freeman with his fancy tool. Um, anyway, there's more to it than that. You, you paint walls, you tile floors, you do, uh, you know, you pick what carpet you want, the, the furniture, all the accessories, all that stuff. I'm playing the story mode, which means I kind of have rules to follow. It's like, all right, well, we got these people that want to stay, but the room needs to be totally renovated before they get here. And then when they get here, they're going to have a, uh, what do you call it? a um, a bachelorette party in the room so you need to have certain kind of balloons in there like there's all these things they want you to do so john you've had experience with like house flipper think that but in a, a little more broad way like it's uh, as you can see right here i'm putting flooring and, and wall stuff up just by pointing at the wall yeah uh, with a pencil <laughs> and it's just doing it um And it's kind of cool because
1: Gordon Ramsay ever show up and (laughs) criticize your hotel stylings. No,
2: but some other people did. They just weren't Gordon Ramsay. Um, there was a guy that looked a little like dog, the bounty hunter. He freaked me out. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't like that guy. Um, but you're just doing these jobs trying to get revenue happening and you're slowly earning money in your hotel as soon as the first room's done. And then you got to go clean those rooms sometimes so that they maintain their level of, uh, of of money making and all of that here's what sets it apart because you've heard this a thousand times you know a lot of games are like this already um this by the way was in the process of the game where i didn't realize i could do a whole wall in one poke i was doing it all by hand like this turns out all i had to do was like switch the tool and then it would do the whole wall at once and i didn't know that but anyway uh uh going through this game weird shit happens So, the very first thing that happens in this hotel is you are told to go get a chicken and throw it outside. This is what you heard at the top of the show.
0: It looks like we have an uninvited guest. Let's show her who's boss here. All right. Catch her.
2: There's just a chicken upstairs in this hotel running around. You got to grab the chicken, go to the open window, and toss it. Job number one, done. You've taken care of the chicken. That's a little weird. It is really weird. Um, That's not that weird compared to what I am going to tell you, though. So I'm playing the game. It's very gamified. They want it to be fun, which I appreciate. I don't want Shorecore that isn't actually fun to do them the, the things you're doing, right? You want to have a good time doing it. Oh, look at this guy. Anyway, uh
1: <laughs> Who is this guy? Why this is, just, is he in there?
2: There's two of them. They look like the same. They're just people. They're in there walking around. They're patrons. Like this room is open, and that's him staying in that.
1: Why room. is your hotel open in this state, Scott? Uh,
2: this again, <laughs> this is this is where the game is weird. It doesn't care about those kind of details. It's like, Oh, the room is done. Cool. A guy will be in here immediately. Oh, you need to sweep. Guess what? All the furniture will, will rise from the ground. Like some kind of magic, uh, so that you can properly mop under everything. Like oh
1: a, my goodness! Even the toilet. Yeah, even is is the toilet. A jelly bean wall. What it's, the hell was yeah, that?
2: Yeah, I made a jelly bean wall. You have all kinds of wall coverings you can choose from. How whimsical! It is very whimsical. There's even a hammer. Eventually, where you can hit the floor, and the entire floor will um will uh, clean up at once, or, or will, all all the tile will break at once, and then you can sweep all at once, and you get these cool upgrades. Um, it's all very surreal and strange. Uh, the, but here's where here's where it gets weird. At one point, I'm told to go into the basement and get some stuff, and I hadn't been in there before, so I go down to the basement, and there's a guy named down there named Vlad, who's like, oh, I think this is good hotel for me to come to visit this hotel. He's like doing this Russian accent. Uh And I I was like, okay, cool. I don't know why you're down here. But anyway, I'm trying to get this thing out of this box. And I open this big, long box and I clear the crap out of it. And I find the item that the bellhop needs that he asked me to go do. It's like a little quest. And I do that. As soon as I stand up, I see Vlad saunter over to the box and lay in there and pull it shut because he's a vampire. Yep. Yep. So that was weird. And it never came up again. He's still down there. Can't reopen it. He's just in there. I don't know if it comes up again later or not, but it was as weird as hell. Super non sequitur. And I thought, well, that's probably the weirdest thing this game's going to do to me. Nope. <laughs> I'm playing the game uh, again. And the I hear there's another chicken upstairs. The voice goes, oh, we got another chicken to deal with. You better go upstairs and take care of that damn chicken. So I said, all right, I'm going to go take care of the chicken. I go upstairs, I find the chicken, and the chicken's laying on the floor with two giant dice, six-sided dice, (laughs) on the floor in the hallway. And I'm like, well, those weren't here before. And the voice comes over and goes, hey, this chicken wants to play a game. You should play the game with the chicken. And I went, oh, shit. Okay, well, I'm going to do that, I guess. So then I had a roll-off with this chicken to see who would roll the highest from their die. I had the green one, he had the white one. And we had this contest to who would roll the highest number. And that went on for five rounds. It made no sense still to this minute. I don't know what the hell happened there. Uh, So then that happened. And then uh, I find out a band wants, before I tore all this up in here in the lobby, which I'm now redecorating, it used to be just dilapidated and there was furniture everywhere and old wallpaper. And it just looked ugly. Like decades had passed and nobody had updated the look or whatever. So I figured at some point I got to clear all that out. Well, this band wants to come perform in the lobby while I'm doing the work. That's what the message said. So I said, okay, cool, do that. So to do that, I had to set up a camera, two microphones, and some lighting. That was the requisite. As Soon as I did that, door opens and these weird people walk in and they start doing a concert. There's nobody there. They're just doing a music video. And they're all singing and dancing and doing this. I'm like, well, this is fine. Whatever this is, I'll just kind of watch this for a minute. The girl, toward the end of her song, pulls a giant stick of dynamite or a pack of sticks of dynamite out of her pants, throws it in the air, and in slow motion style, I see this thing kind of fly up in the air into the camera, and then the screen goes white, and I'm like, did I lose? Like, what happened here? I don't know what I did. All that did was take all the tile off the floor, all the paint off the ceiling, all the wallpaper and furnishings out of there. It just cleared out the lobby, so it was time for me to decorate it. Weird, right? Weird. That's a weird thing to do in your game that's about redecorating a hotel.
1: Well, sometimes bands destroy hotels.
2: I guess they do, and that was the joke that they were
1: trying to tell. I don't know. I don't know. Don't I don't I don't wanna seem like I figured this out.
2: Yeah. There's a lot there's a lot I don't know, and there's a lot I don't understand still about the game. There are times where I'm like, wait, you want me to put neon decorations in here and they don't tell me where they are? So talk about not holding my hand. I gotta go find this stuff. Um, but it's all there. And there is one really satisfying thing when you put this flooring in, uh, and you do a bunch of it at once and uh, it's not going to do it here. Oh, there it is. He did the whole room. So if you do the whole room, then you back out and you slow, now you can see all the tile dropping.
0: It's like,
2: yeah, it's just got this satisfying, like stuff is assembling itself like magic kind of
1: thing going on that is kind of neat
2: it is pretty neat anyway it scratches all those like house flipper itches but um for the for what i've really come away with is that this developer is weird and they want to do weird things that are outside the norm and so they keep doing that and it keeps being weirder and i kind of appreciate it for that i'm not super far in i played about four hours i did it all on stream so it's all up on the youtube channel if you want to you want to see what this game's like, but if uh, any of that sounds interesting, uh, then you're good to go. And it also does not care about your style or your, your sense of style. Um, you oh, can,
1: okay. It's not, you can make no, whatever the kind of well. hotel you want. You
2: can. I went in there and made the ugliest freaking bathroom at one point. It was so bad. Just the worst color clashes, nasty furniture, an old bucket for a toilet, like just the shittiest thing. And the and the place was like, all right, ding, nicely done. A new a tenant will be moving in today. And like they were super stoked about it. So it's one of those, it, which is house flippers like that. You know, they have requirements, but they don't really judge you on how you laid anything out or or anything like that. So it's that kind of game. Um I really like it. <laughs> I think it's great. And I hope uh I hope to keep playing it. There are a couple of bugs I had to reboot for some missing UI once, and I can't remember what the other thing was. I may have crashed one time, <clears throat> but it's brand new. In fact, I'm not even sure you can get it. I know it's on the store, so you must be able to get it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I got it early and now it's out. But anyway, it is called Hotel Renovator. And I had a lot of fun playing this game. And we'll probably. Well, so just like, you, you find a lot of games like this, right? Mm hmm. Sometimes they there's just
3: a, get sent to It's just but, yeah. a whole pile of developers that also like making this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, which is fine, but I'm just saying it's like, you know. It's weird. It's not like you play one. You play a lot of them that are like, you know, we're going to make a game and we're going to have this
2: girl have sticks
3: of dynamite <laughs> at the end of the day. Like, yeah. you know, or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just the whole thing.
2: It's a weird, it's a whole, yeah. it, the whole thing is a weird zone, a weird vibe. Maybe this is where AI starts making video games. They just I mean, make chore core. Cool. You know. Yeah, I like them. I find them cathartic and chill and I can have something on TV behind me. And this one has just managed to weird me out a couple of times. Oh, there was another one where the elevator broke and I had to bring, I had to hire a handyman to come do it. It's going to cost me 500 bucks. So I did it. Mm-hmm. And here's what I hear. I hear the elevator going bang, 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 like somebody's hammering something. But then the elevator opened, and this old man in overalls, like a farmer, came walking out of the just car, kind of walking around, going. And while he's doing that, he's the fixer upper guy. While he's doing that, I'm still hearing this ghost hammer in there banging on this. <laughs> it so is it's, haunted.
1: It so is it, the shine.
2: It is kind of that, or at least it feels it's janky enough to feel a little haunted. Um, and I appreciate it for that. So anyway, had a really good time with it. Uh. We'll see if that that vampire ever comes up again because he's in the basement just hanging out. All right. Um, I also played – oh, I'm excited about this because I just think you guys will like it. Um, But if we haven't had enough vampire survivor likes in our lives, uh, Uh I got a new one for you to check out. So this is currently free, and it is in alpha. It says right in the corner, alpha build or something. If you ever thought you wanted your vampire survivors to be mashed up with your Diablo 1, Diablo 2 game, um, like, faithfully from a visual and sort of graphic standpoint, then...
1: Oh, so instead of ripping off Castlevania, it's it's ripping off Diablo 1.
2: Yeah, big time. Um,
1: oh, wow, look at this. Yeah,
2: look at the little, like, oh, wow. pixelated stick guy walking... Um, this is the archer, which is also my preferred class. I think the tank's fine, but I've only unlocked the archer. So I can, I can't say anything about new ones or, or, uh, later classes. I haven't gotten that far, but, uh, it is what you think it is. Uh, you, you walk around and you're shooting skeletons and demons and none of it looks to be art that was lifted from Diablo. Like, it's not like these aren't the sprites from the game, but they are clearly,
1: they are so close in some regards. <laughs> yeah. Like they are, oh, yeah. they are really in the business yeah. of it. I mean, same with Vampire Survivors. Everybody says, "Oh, they just lifted everything from Castlevania." They, they didn't, but it is in the exact same vein in a lot of regards. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, this is definitely that for Diablo. This looks it's awesome. Aw- it's awesome. And once again, I'm going to be a little mad mm. and say, Blizzard, look, I know. <laughs> I know you're busy making Diablo Four. Yeah, but you could literally make like Diablo 1.5 and make a survivor-like game like this. Yep. Tell the story of the fall of the three heroes of Tristram, the events that happened between Diablo One and Two. Seen as you always die in a survivor-like game at the end anyway. Would it would make sense? Fit your your lore, your yep. deep Diablo canon here. Yep. And you guys should be the ones making this. Yeah,
2: you'd and you like, would make a lot of money. You could sell it for ten because because you're Blizzard instead of three like everybody else. And you would make so much effing money overnight.
1: Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't. And that's how long it would take you. Bo will tell you it takes a couple days. Couple Just days. Build it. Just couple do days. it. You already have the art assets because yeah. you own nope. Diablo. That's right. Just that's Do it. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. This game. But, I mean,
2: it
3: seems it seems too simple for it to work I, I i try to imagine myself working there being like we can't get away with this yeah maybe we're, we're gonna sell it for
1: 1999 everyone's mm-hmm. gonna be i think they modern can blizzard can get away with this modern <laughs> blizzard know. has nothing to brag about right now yeah they need to just farm wins is what all their goals should be yeah but they, i think they, they'll get accused
3: of copying like right like everyone's gonna be like oh you ripped off like yeah,
1: yeah but they, they guess did, what they, their let them entire get off company easily. is built on ripping off yeah, Warcraft, no. Starcraft,
2: Warcraft, and Starcraft are direct ripoffs of Warhammer and Warhammer 40k. They'll even tell yeah. you that they were building a Warhammer game when they decided to not do it, canceled the contract, and made Warcraft one. Well,
3: I I know, but you know, some like between the ripoff and the final product, some effort occurred.
1: I do agree. I, that doesn't mean they can't spend effort on this. I'm not saying they should make literally I'm just this game. If, if a
3: hot game comes out Monday and then on Friday Blizzard's selling it, I, I don't know. I don't know if they don't suffer reputational damage. That's all I'm. Getting. Yeah, they might. Get
1: they have no reputation to damage. Uh,
2: I, I'm I'm in the middle there on this. I agree. I'm that saying it's, okay, like, a limit. and I was framing limit. this like if I was working
3: there, that would be like on my mind. Right. Like I, I feel like you know. Sure, I, I get your point, though. Yes, it could take a weekend. As
1: long as they can put this game out without sexually harassing anybody, they'll be fine. Yeah, they just it need will to be no problem. Just don't
2: touch any anybody inappropriately while you make your ten dollars. Don't $10 drink game.
1: anybody's breast milk. Just build the game, yeah. and you'll be okay. Yeah, and things will improve for you.
2: And I'll buy this game if you do that, Blizzard. I'll buy your game. Uh, here's the thing, though. This is what the other cool thing I mentioned. You may have seen it here just a second ago in the video. When you level up, uh, it's those are all uh, gems instead of uh, XP, whatever's. Gemmy sometimes, gems. sometimes health bottles will drop, and those are great because when you pick them up, they do the whole thing that you hear in Diablo all the time, especially old Diablo. It's a great little sound effect. It seems to be theirs though, and not directly ripped off, so that's kind of good, I guess. Anyway, uh, this you know, as you see at the level ups, you're getting these perks, right? That's your Vampire Survivor. Thing you get perks when you level up, make you more strong, more abilities, more powers, whatever. That's all here. But when you kill boss, mini boss types, they leave that little thing there. You grab it, those are a big deal because those are major jumps in power. Um, right then, all around the level, you can see one right in the bottom, it's pointing to the bottom right of the screen, and he's not going there yet, but he will shortly. Uh, that's a loot indicator. And that just means that down there, somebody somebody has dropped a, a weapon uh, or, or sorry, some gear of some sort. And that's where it really gets feeling like Diablo because you'll go pick up that gear and it's like, oh, there's there's a, a, a boots, there's a helm, and there's a pair of gloves. And they're going to give you different perks as you hover over them and stats, just like you'd expect. Mm-hmm. And then you choose which one you're going to put in that time. You only can choose one. And then it puts it in that slot. And so throughout the game, you're you're upgrading your slotted items or, or replacing them with better loot. So it's got a little bit of that juice in it. the 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 actual Diablo part of Diablo, where you want to improve your gear. And it's also hard. I didn't. I'm not not hard in a like impossible way, but hard. It's it's hard. Like I feel like I'm I'm not really great at this yet. But I had so much fun playing it. It also runs perfectly on Steam Deck, but I would not recommend it if you go back and forth because the cloud saves don't work yet. So that's just something to be aware of. Um, it's an alpha. It looks so awesome though. So yeah, it's free though. Is it, is,
3: sorry, is it? Um, sorry, early access or is it full? It's, it's full free.
2: Movie. It's I don't know if it'll always be free, but it's currently free and listed as an alpha. But I don't think they guess i could look it up i don't know if they have it listed as early access or not
1: it is listed as early access. is
2: it okay that makes sense. early access game so this is halls of torment if i didn't say the name i don't think i did um oh. and it's the music the sound effects everything about it minus the gameplay feels like diablo and the gameplay obviously feels like vampire survivors and it works for me and i really like it so i can't wait to see where they go with it and John, are for sure going to try this? This looks pretty cool. Oh, you got to try it. You guys have to I'm try gonna it. I'm
1: going to try this, yeah. It's, it's freaking free. It's all, yeah,
2: so, free. No harm.
1: It's the price I can afford.
2: Yeah, no harm in trying something that's otherwise free. I don't know if it's free because they are just doing that for this stage of development, and they're just like, well, we may as well just get as much beta testing as we can, or if they always intend it to be free because they don't want Blizzard down their pants.
1: <laughs> I mean, I I hope that... But- <laughs> I hope that it becomes a purchase game because yeah. that probably means not a lot of bullshit is going to wind its way into the game. Yeah, at some point they're going to want money for something.
2: Yeah, somebody needs um, to make some money somewhere. Um, but, but it's good. I like it. It's fun. I mean, if you're like, oh, this is just like all the other ones. Yeah, I know they're all kind of cloning each other gameplay wise. But there's some neat twists all kind in this of fun. one. Yeah, having all kinds of fun with it. And uh, finally, uh, I don't know what how many games this is this year. Two that I beat. But anyway, I beat Dead Space Remake. Uh, nice. This week, yeah. With my daughter at my side. We played there the whole go. thing together. Had total blast playing that game. Um, I never got through the whole thing the first time because I don't remember what happened. But I got way... I mean, I obviously, I finished it. So I got way further this time. But I really enjoyed it. And I thought as soon as I finished it, I was like, I would play two and three if they redo them. I would totally do that. I don't want to play. I don't want to whip out the old 360 version and play that right now. But if they made a proper remake of two with the same level of care that they made this, I would totally play that again.
1: At least two. Two was so good. Yeah, two's two, awesome. Two was my favorite of, the, of them. Of them. Um and uh, I I would love to see them do too. I
2: remember thinking two is pretty rad too. I don't know how far I got in that same problem. I think I got to a wall and hit it, but but um, yeah, just the right amount of jump scares, the right amount of like cool Metroid like you know exploration, a uh, few surprises, things that happened I didn't expect or didn't know were coming. Um, it's cool. That game's great. Uh, and should be played. And I love it because it's EA made a game. EA made a game that has none of the EA bullshit in it. It doesn't even have a launcher layer to have to worry about when you play it in steam. It just runs. Yeah. They haven't done what a
1: surprise. It's the one that they've gotten the most kudos for. Yeah.
2: Weird, weird. Anyway. Uh, then a couple mentions. This is stuff I don't need to get into because we've talked about before. But I got on a bit of a kick, played a bunch of Satisfactory, Factorio, and Dyson Sphere program. I'm oh, still damn. still trying to decide which one is best scratching the itch I have. Scott
1: just wants to make something.
2: I do. I just want to make cool shit. And I'll tell you what, Dyson Sphere's probably leading the pack for just overall satisfaction. Um it's a it's just such a satisfying early game. Um I'm I'm now getting to the point where I need to smarten up about where we go next, and it's a little bit of a spider web. I'm not super organized about my my uh um what do you call it my my conveyor belt placement or where my storage stuff is or how 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 well I've set up like logistics systems to be very efficient. I'm pretty shitty at that, but I do love it and I'm enjoying it. I like this a lot. I like factorio a ton. I like Satisfactory quite a bit, but I think I prefer, I don't know, I go back and forth. I prefer being kind of out and above it the way that these top-down games are.
3: Like yeah, they. I find visually it just it's more satisfying. Although Satisfactory has the multiplayer aspect, which is also
2: great. That's true. Is Dyson Sphere getting that, or is that a thing I had on my own
3: head? Not that I heard of. The next big thing for Dyson Sphere is enemies. Oh, right, the combat. So there's going to be like enemy hordes, and you have to set up your plans to defend and stuff. But I'm sure that's all slideable. Like, big time recommend set set your mineral nodes to infinite when you play Dyson. It's going to say, well, it's kind of noobish, and your yield or something's going to be lower. It's there's nothing worse than when you run out of minerals on a. Pl- you set up do all this work, set up all these production chains, and then the mineral node runs out, and you're like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got to find a new planet and do that all over. Maybe like, maybe for an advanced playthrough, but if you're just like, I just want to play the game. Like, yeah. Make sure to turn that off. I didn't know you could. I didn't know that was an option. Yeah. Right when you go to make your world with the seed. Yeah. There's a um, thing like a multiplier, like, you know, is it 400%? Like it's how, how much yeah. resource the nodes have. So you can just set it to infinite and then you never have to worry about running out of resource nodes. And yeah. I don't care if it's not hardcore. Cause I, put like hundreds of hours. Like when you play like a save file for like 50 hours. Yeah. And then your home planet runs out of nodes and you're like, uh, <laughs> yeah, so that. you tell me I got to find a planet and <laughs> start from scratch. Yeah. And, by the time I get all that up and running to do the more advanced stuff, that planet's gonna run out too, and I'm gonna be hundred hours in and
2: you know, I was like, No, I'm not doing this. You're making me want to start over with unlimited nodes now.
3: <laughs> the way to go fast and more speed run is the blueprint system. You're probably gonna ignore it, but the blueprint system, I've been using it to lay like really massive fields of solar panels. Mm. So it's just like you want to get a lot of energy. So it's just like you can just chunk down like hundreds of solar panels. Well, not hundreds, but like sixteen at a time. We just, tunk, 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 tunk.
2: yeah. I haven't and used that can, at all. I don't know how that stuff works yet. Do I have? And to- you can
3: blueprint entire production chain line, uh, production lines. So it's it's like, oh, I got to turn iron ore into iron ingots, and then I also have to turn iron ore into like the donut things. Yeah. And then make a copper donut with a piece of copper. So every and a lot of st- materials start with those basics. So by using blueprint, you're just like you just lay down the blueprint. Mm. I use it a lot for gas lines too.
0: Mm.
3: So gas lines, um, when you're refining, turn liquid gas into oh shit um, hydrogen molecules and um, f- the the lighter brown fuel yeah molecules <laughs> for the donuts and like. Yeah. <laughs> In order to squeeze out the, the rate of production is really low. So in order to squeeze out as much value, you want to put down like 50 of those things, but you're putting in one input into two outputs and then having to sort the conveyor belts in like this way that, you know, they don't get mixed up. Right. It just takes a lot of work. So if you blueprint it, you're just like. That's cool. and, and it saves you time. Like, rather than trying to figure it out, you you start to figure out your own little tricks. Yeah. And in theory, I think you could probably go online and download blueprints. Oh, yeah. Okay. And like that's a thing too. So you know, at a certain point, maybe, maybe then I'll consider limited resources because I'm quick mm. with blueprinting.
2: The one but thing then. I did notice though, after playing, I went back to back Factorio and Satisfactory. I didn't expect to see this, but they are they are virtually identical in terms of what you do it's just the viewpoint that changes they are really the same game satisfactory and Factorio. they got the whole pollution aspect you got creatures to fight if you just decide to turn them on um you've got the same sort of production line mechanics it's all there it's the same it's just one is first person and the other is this high up camera whereas um Dyson sphere is just different. It's something they got their own weird juice going with that one. It's a weird game. I like it though a lot. Mm-hmm. So right now that one's leading the pack and I'm going to keep messing with those, but boy, Factorio still the ultimate I'm bored on the zoom call game. It's perfect. Runs on your Mac, runs on your PC. You can window it have it up there uh, put a little bit of the thing going on. So Scott, what you're uh, thinking about this new advertiser? Oh, I think that sounds great. Anyway, clicking over here to do this, you know, it's perfect. And you just pause. Oh, it's great. All right. Uh, what else? Oh, and I'm still playing Immortals uh, Phoenix Rising. I'm having a great time with this run. I had weird NVIDIA issues. So oh, actually I actually have some advice for everybody. If you have these latest drivers, if you're having any weird glitches or problems in any games, since you've updated the NVIDIA to the current drivers, I forgot the number. Consider rolling back to the previous, and it will take care of it. In my case, and this was all over the forums uh, on Steam and other places, that the game was having all kinds of problems with NVIDIA's new drivers, and nobody was sure what was going on, except if you rolled back, it went away. And sure enough, it did for me too. But I was. I just but,
1: got a new driver update yesterday. Is it those drivers? Those. Okay, if you it, got it
2: new yesterday, those are probably that probably fixed what was wrong with the week's previous drivers okay? because it was the week before that that I had to roll back to. So if there's a new <laughs> one, I just haven't put it in yet and I will.
1: I can. or I just installed the wrong ones. So yeah. I don't
2: know. But I, we are entering, I th- I'm afraid to say this. I hate, I hate this because I thought we'd left it in the nineties and the early aughts. But back then video drivers were always very problematic. It's like, Oh, a new driver on my GeForce two or my, you know, voodoo card. Don't know if it's going to brick it or, you know, there was just, it was a lot more tenuous and it felt like that got really like much better for a long time. And now it's back to introducing new problems with, with patches. So I don't know. It may just be a one time off. I don't want to blow it up bigger than it is, but it bugged me. Uh, so I, I, I rolled back and it was fine and I really liked that game a lot. So I played the shit out of it. Uh, that's it for me, John. Let's go to John on the street with his Devil May Cry HD collection uh, review.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not a review. Oh. These are the games that I played very briefly this week. Well, or at least just don't have a ton to say. Uh, so I am ridiculously excited about Final Fantasy 16. Like maybe an unhealthy level of excited. Mm. And in my inability to wait for it... Um, I remembered that the person who did the combat systems for Devil May Cry 5, the most recent one, I think it's five, Mm -hmm. uh, is doing the combat systems for the new Final Fantasy 16. I thought, well, I should check that out. I'll get a leg up. I'll be an even better fighter. And then I went, fifth game in the series, though. what's How am I going to know the deep Devil May Cry lore if I don't? start with the original devil may cry so instead of devil may cry 5 the game that wasn't even the game i actually wanted to play but the game i was going to play to scratch the itch mm. uh i decided to play the original devil may cry oh my certainly gosh certainly not the one you're showing us no screen. this
2: is 5 which is renowned <laughs> Five's renowned for being like uh, the best and they and it was an amazing new direction for the series right or something it's like well regarded well
1: so they did DMC which was the reboot mm-hmm. which by the way i love mm. i it is not popular with fans of the series cuz they abandoned all the all the lore and all that but i loved DMC it was great mm-hmm. um so 5 was the return to form 5 is like Somebody made uh The Last Jedi and then instead of making Rise of Skywalker, somebody, you know, was like, well, here's the Empire Strikes Back.
2: You like, know oh, what's great though? Gosh, finally. Here's what's great about DMC. If yeah. if your video card breaks, you can say the words, I can't run DMC. Like the uh, rap. Like the rap group. Uh-huh. I can't run uh-huh. DMC.
1: Did you just have another child and you don't know it yet? Because <laughs> that was <laughs>
2: Well, my daughter had one five months ago, and that puts me on a new level of like yeah. d- bad jokes, you know. Anyway, yeah. continue. Oh, I got a boo in the chat. Oh man,
1: Woo. it was bad, Scott. Tough like, crowd. It was a long. It was a long walk to a not great joke.
2: I don't know. Run DMC. My Adidas. You know <laughs> they're great. Anyway, so sorry. Continue on. You love DMC. The rest of the the rest of the uh, those people they don't like it. They're not fans.
1: Uh. Anyway, I doesn't matter i didn't play five i didn't play dmc i played original ass devil may cry it was on the ps2 and it's still even in its hd collection remake looks like it's from the ps2 it does not look good at all and my goodness have we come a long way uh with video games since devil may cry now at the time it was revolutionary uh uh but this was before we figured out how to make action games, I think. <laughs> you you have to, like, hold a button to, like, engage your enemies. And I don't know. It's dated. And I don't know if I can stick with it. Like, it feels rough. It still looks cool. Dante's still a cool dude running around with his sword. Yeah. D- doing flips, shooting stuff. Like, there are still cool elements, but man, this game is, I'm feeling the age on it in a lot of ways with this one. Yeah. And I don't know if, I think I think I might just look up what the story for Devil May Cry was. Yeah, catch up on the well, story
2: and then play five,
1: though, because five is supposed to be while good. While I'm at it, I might just read up on the story on Devil May Cry 2, because I've heard that one's also not good. But hmm. I might play Devil May Cry 3. Oh, you might start um, with three. Hmm. All right. Interesting. Well, three is supposed to be the point where it actually got good.
2: Okay. So like uh what is that? PS three? When is that?
1: No, I think, I think that's still maybe PS two even. Oh wow. They put out three like $3? three three was you know, they they learned a lot. Devil mm-hmm. May Cry was stumbled into, it was supposed to be a Resident Evil, they kind of just went a different direction, a very different direction. Uh two was a bit of a whoops yeah. historically, yeah. and three is like, oh we figured it out. Um and three is pretty cool, hmm. uh, from what I remember of playing it, because I have played all these before. And these are
2: on um, the three D, sorry, the HD remaster thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, the HD collection has one, two, and three all in it. Okay, all right. So I think um, I'm going to check that out. I might go back and play a little bit of four because I do remember liking four an awful lot. Um, but I will eventually get, I will eventually get to five. Okay. I'm going to play it at some point.
2: I love that you're doing this as a way to just deal with your lack of Final Fantasy 16 access. Yeah. 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 I think that's Look great. Look at that.
1: Look at how cool that looks. It was. looks really he's cool. Doing. He's doing cool stuff, It's man. cool.
2: Dante's cool. He's a,
1: he's a cool guy doing cool stuff. And sometimes that's all you need in a video game is a cool guy doing cool stuff. Yeah. I think I agree. Um, he's So great. yeah, I'll, I'll report more if I stick with Devil May Cry and how much of it I decide to play or not uh also been playing a ton of Fortnite worth mentioning simply because we are into a new chapter within the season uh or season within the chapter I don't remember how it works but uh they have changed things up again they've added a uh This is the landed. They've Oops. added a big you, sorry. Oh, there's me. Yep. That's me talking oh. oh what's going on there? Yeah, that's Scott's pulling John's. up the footage. Uh yeah. well in the foot, in the footage you'll see it they've added a big cyberpunk city um in the middle of the game now. and Oh yeah. uh, That's what
2: these, they had some internet ads for this and I was wondering what the hell's going on. I thought it was maybe a second or a separate thing, but it's just in the world.
1: Yeah. So they just changed a chunk of the map. Uh, it's now got a very like Asian cyberpunk aesthetic to it. Mm. Um, it's pretty cool. I mean, I I like cyberpunk stuff. They added a katana. They got rid of a big old hammer. Like they had the warlords of Draenor or, uh, I'm sorry, burning crusade hammer in the game for a while. Mm-hmm. Now that's out. Now you got a cool cyber katana and you can ride a motorcycle that looks straight out of Akira. And, um, so yeah, it's the, it's cool. It, like most seasonal shakeups, like they, they add some new stuff, they get rid of stuff. Uh, I do like that around the city, they added all these rails that you can grind on mm. and, uh, kind of tool around the city, riding on, uh, riding on the rails and the city looks pretty cool. Um, although it does. Yeah. It reminds me of night city and it, it does freak me out though. Like I get very paranoid playing these types of games inside a big city, like the verticality.
2: Oh yeah. Cause there's freaks people. Me out. Yeah. Cause now the sniper guns back in there too. Right. Yeah, Yeah. so now <laughs> I
1: do that. love a sniper rifle. I've proven it. I made a video. About
2: that video it. was great, by the way. People should all check um, that out. Although, how did you so, not get like a copyright strike on that for that song you used? How did that?
1: I, so I uploaded it to YouTube and YouTube was like, hey, there's copyrighted material in it, but it's cool because they let it be on YouTube. I was like, cool. Thanks for letting me know, YouTube. Wow. I will make it public then. Because it was, uh, what's her name? Um,
2: it was Whitney, Whitney Houston. Houston. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I guess the, the, the Houston family, heritage family, whatever, they all are happy taking your cash when your video goes Yeah, well. Just
1: put it on YouTube. Yeah. Um I mean I can't mo- my YouTube channel's so small I can't monetize anything anyway so sure they just let me put it up there but yeah otherwise the video was going to be private but
2: I will uh, say yeah, this you- game is prettier every time I see it this is all the new engine 5.0 stuff right like yeah it's good yeah. looking man
1: it looks good I mean you can probably scrub to some place where I'm not just inside little buildings and maybe outside running around doing stuff yeah, like look at this. it it's actually lush. looks legitimately pretty good when you're out and about
2: yeah it, um, i i prior to that update i i thought it was getting pretty long in the tooth uh, visually it just kind of looked like a bad cartoon to me but the upgrade is like as i watched part of your stream and i was like holy frick is this really just Fortnite? did john install some mods like it just feels like a better such a better visual experience than he used to be
1: yeah, it looks great. And then a lot of people just turn all that off because it's basically cheating if you turn off your graphics because it makes the game look so terrible <laughs> in an effort to keep it compatible with everything yeah. that people running around in the bushes and stuff just stick out like sore thumbs. Oh. And I, I found that out because I like watched a couple of YouTube videos um, and I was like, why does the game look so horrible in all these people's games? And then I saw someone shooting at someone. I was like... Oh, because it's almost cheating. Because whereas I'm like looking at this beautiful foliage and stuff, and all the skins blend into it, mm-hmm. they just see like brown and then a 3D model running around on the color brown. And that's all they need to know to shoot at it. Yeah. Like, no I, wonder everyone feels better at this game than me.
2: That's too bad. Cause I wouldn't, I wouldn't enjoy it if I had to turn all that off. I'm not, yeah, that I'm the same way.
1: That's why I keep it. That's why I keep it on. Yeah. Like, I, I want it to look good. Yeah. Well, that's cool glad
2: you're still
3: enjoying it sucks that low graphics is cheating
2: in these sports (laughs) i
1: know (laughs) right
3: it's the advantage you need to have if you're being competitive i guess you know
2: right i guess you could do that with any of these things they all have sliders so they i guess if you're professional you know Fortnite or not Fortnite, um like overwatch player you can turn all that shit down i don't know what advantages it gives probably more frame rate even uh even in heroes of the storm that was the case i know i've watched cure stream and his.
3: I'm sure he's got a fine enough computer to run at high graphics but it's uh, nope everything's set to minimum huh yeah so he can see clear. Get
1: as many frames as possible and clarity of seeing people goes up as well I bet Those graphics just obscure they're always in the way
2: so then you played a game that I think Bo famously bounced off of isn't this that game um well anyway tell me oh. about uh I lost it already where the hell is it Oh, uh, so,
1: yeah, a, a listener, Sen, mm-hmm. contacted me. I think I, they didn't say it, but I think it's because last week I complained about the fact that uh, nobody gifts me anything. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of any reason. Like, they didn't contact me and go, hey, I've got a I've got a code for Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous that I want to give you. They contacted me and said, what kind of games do you like? And I said, I I don't know, like I like a lot of games, RPGs, RPGs, I guess. And then next thing I knew, I had Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. So Mm -hmm. thank you. Regardless, thank you. Um, It's very nice, but I didn't know anything about this. This wasn't really on my radar as a game that I wanted. But, you know, like I said, if people give me something, I'm going to make an earnest effort to play it. Um, and I did, and I got to say, this game's pretty cool. Like, I don't know the pathfinder rules, so I can't really make a statement as to how accurate it is in that regard. Um, but as far as like creating a character, it felt just like building a character through like DD beyond or something like that. As mm-hmm. far as the like decisions that I was making in the game, it felt very, you know, dice rolly and, you know, like there were plenty of options to feel like I could role play my character a little bit. Um the thing that I think was the most impressive about this game though is that by default it presents itself very much in the vein of like those old Baldur's uh, Baldur's Gate games. Yeah. Yeah. But the first time I got into combat it was like, hey, heads up, here's how combat works. When it initiates it pauses and then you can make decisions and then, you know, typical Baldur's Gate stuff. Right. And and then I read a cool little detail. They said or you can press T and switch to turn-based combat. Mm. Yeah, I went, well, let's try it. And I hit T and oh, my gosh, it's not just that it goes to turn base and they have somehow clunked it together like it full on changes. You get to see a turn order like the UI adjusts a little bit to to work with it. I was really impressed by it. Like Mm -hmm. I thought that that was one of the coolest things that not only does it give you both options and I personally prefer the turn based but like that it's so fully realized that it's not just, it didn't feel like it was hammered together because someone asked for it. Like
2: Pillars of Eternity 2 did this, but it was kind of hammered in. Yeah. Um, And I think that's kind of what you're saying is this is a more elegant approach. I I agree. I actually own this game and I thought the being able to switch between the two, depending on kind of my mood was really nice. And it didn't feel half-assed both, both modes work like they should.
1: Yeah. And that it's a toggle because sometimes when you're doing like exploration, it's like, oh, I got to fight lobsters or whatever. (laughs) Like, who cares? Like, I'll just go through and everybody just run and hit stuff. And if I need to heal on the back of it, I'll heal on the back of it. Yeah. But if I'm fighting like a big boss, maybe I want to sit there and like take some time and actually think about what I'm doing and, and be tactical. And I really liked that it gave that option. So um I'm playing a lot of games right now and a lot of games are coming out. So I'm not sure how much of this I'm going to stick with for the moment. But this might be something I definitely come back to. It seemed very, very cool and very, very well. Oh, is this the one you bounced off of? Or I
3: think it's something else. Yeah. Oh, God. The, the X. It's no, it was the writing. I mean, the game itself, like, seemed to like combat would be good and stuff, but there was just so much talk and talk and talk and talk. And not even like good talk. It's like you run into an NPC and it's like, hello, I'm Elizabeth. I'm with the Paladins of the Short Shorts. Um, and, and, <laughs> you know, I grew, up, oh, I grew up, I grew up on the mean streets of, uh, Medievalville, but you know, when I was a kid, I bounced stones off the lake. Yeah. Um, but you know, I have this friend, Trisha, and she also joined the Paladin of the Short Shorts. And it would just go on and on and on and on and on and on. And it was expository, like show don't, it's like they didn't, they missed the show don't tell part. And they're just like, we're just going to tell you the entire backstory as soon as you meet an NPC, by the way, the city's on fire, you know, mm. <laughs> like, you? like, and I just, I got so aggravated. The voice acting was also, you know, it was okay. And just, yeah. I just couldn't take it anymore. And like, and it wasn't just one NPC. Every NPC is like this. And I got mad.
2: Yeah. And <laughs> well, returned it. Is it, is it, I mean, is it possible that the writing is not bad? It's just not, you weren't in the mood. You know what I mean? I mean,
3: it was boring. I played for like a couple hours and all I was doing was hearing people's backstory. Like I, you know, I have a life, man. I want to get to some combat and exploration, baby. You know, like I just, <laughs> like That's, there's a such thing as too much. And it was just,
1: it was so much. I don't know if you had this experience, John. But they- I, know, I mean, I'm not super far, so I can't say that it was getting on my nerves yet, but you're you're not wrong. Like, I feel like, you know, I don't know where it's going, but the first couple of like potential party member NPCs definitely kind of annoyed me. Like <laughs> yeah. it it was like a, we understand the situation and I did find myself leaning towards. Again, I wasn't annoyed out of it, but like they do the thing where they give you like six things of dialogue and you can tell that they'll let you do the first five and that six is like, come on, let's just go. Yeah. And normally in like a mass effect, I explore the whole tree. Like right. let's hear as much as I can possibly hear on this game. The, it's like we're in a cave. What do you have that you're going to tell? <laughs> like we need to get out of the cave. Yeah. Like I don't. How did I get here? Who are you? why did this happen to us? Wow. Did you see that dragon? Like all the dialogue options were very much like, I don't need any of this. Let's just go. We're you really kind of mainline it.
2: Go. Yeah. My experience with the game, that's you know, as much as I played is you can, there's always an option in the text tree that is basically, all right, move on. Or, you know, here's the yeah. quick answer. Let's move to the next stage. So I think some of that stuff you can get, a, get around, but I don't it's know. a
3: problem in games like Diablo 2 where it's like you want to talk to the NPCs in town, and then it's like a five-minute <laughs> blah blah yeah. blah. Like I
1: my name's Akara, <laughs> to... <laughs> a mother of the sightless eye. I'm glad you came to the camp. Let me tell you about Charcy. She's yeah. new here. Like it's just oh
3: yeah. Boy. Sometimes it's like just too much, you know. And I think I think good dialogue is like either it's really compelling, and you know, I came off of playing Disco Elysium. I hung on every word in that game, you yeah. know what I mean, because it was it mattered
0: mm-hmm.
3: like it was rewarded for paying attention because it would pay off later having paid attention right <laughs> This game is not gonna pay you off for paying attention to everyone's lore, and Diablo is a bit like that, like and again, spoiled by divinity as well, you never get more than like a sentence or two when you click a dialogue option, right and right it was some rare exceptions if like a poem's being read or something.
2: But man, this game was like, you know, do you like walls of text? Uh, you know what, though, it makes me—I kind of tempted to get back into it because I did like it mechanically.
3: <laughs> yes, mechanically, it seemed good. And like, I've seen it on sale, and I've often contemplated rediving. You yeah. know, and yeah, because I think I think there—I that I looked at it and I was like, what if it's a really good game and I just didn't make it through the first bit because I lacked patience? You yeah. know but I wanted to send a message to
2: someone because I thought it mattered. Probably They've changed their ways. They patched all the things Bo had a problem with, so well done. Uh, real quick here, uh, you also played the Resident Evil 4 remake demo. I didn't know there was a demo.
1: There is. It's called the Chainsaw Demo. That's what and, it's called. Uh, It is Weird. extraordinarily short. Um, it is basically an abbreviated version of i mean if you played the original resident evil 4 of leon's first getting into town all the way up to the moment that he goes into the village square and encounters the chainsaw guy um it is basically that chunk of the game and the demo is uh is pretty good um it has me excited for the game especially as i learned more about it so First of all, they've hidden a ton of little secrets in this demo. For as short as it is, uh, once I had finished it, and was like, okay, I guess that's it. I then proceeded to see a ton of write-ups about, like, here's how to find this hidden gun in it. Here's how to unlock this. Here's how to do a hard mode for it. Um, so they're clearly playing with a lot of stuff there. Uh, the game, much like Resident Evil 4, plays a lot like these previous remakes, but with a little bit more of an action feel, they send a ton of villagers at you. And probably the most intimidating thing is I thought, well, surely I'll have a ton more ammo to fight them than I have in these other remakes where they've been real dingy with the ammo. Nope. They're like, here's five bullets. (laughs) (laughs) Here's five bullets and 30 villagers go to town. Leon. Yeah. Um, and it creates this like very hectic kind of play style where you are, you know, shooting someone in the leg to get them to bend over so that you can kick them in the face or parrying with the knife. Um, I do have one major complaint. Uh, and I is it knife related?
2: Play. It sounds like knife related. It is
1: knife related. Oh, shit. Scott, how do you feel about breakable weapons? Oh,
2: you know how I feel about, well, okay. If a a game gives me the opportunity to fix them through a gold sink or whatever equivalent you have in your game, I'm down. It's fine. But it sounds like that's not what you get here.
1: I don't know how it's going to work in the main game. And I will say that in this demo, my knife did not break. But I didn't miss that there was a durability meter that was going down every time I used it for something. I don't like this. Mm. Uh, The original Resident Evil 4, the knife was not as powerful as this knife. Like You can do a lot with this knife. You can do Assassin's Creed style kills on the villagers if Mm. you successfully sneak up on them. You can parry attacks when they come at you and swing at you. You can block it with the knife. You can do assassinations on them after you kick them on the ground. You can then run up and stab them with the knife for an immediate execute. It has power. Um, More power than the other one where you just slashed a bunch of times. But the other knife was infinite and this one does seem limited and that does bum me out uh, a little bit. I'm, I'm not thrilled about that one aspect. Everything else seems pretty cool. Uh, I played this game, and I looked like a big doof. But I have seen some people play this demo and look like John Wick. Mm. So it definitely seems like there's a big variety of, you know, depending on your comfort with the game, what you'll be able to do and how much of an action star Leon's going to be, which makes sense because he's supposed to have been, like, specially trained. Like, he's supposed to... He's not rookie cop anymore. He's now, like... He works for the government special forces agent Leon. He should be kicking people. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think it's going to be cool. It gave me uh, a bit more excitement for the game. It seemed to uh, hit all the marks. Leon's still a doofus in it, which is good. Um, the demo ends with him going Where's everybody going? Bingo. Like a real <laughs> stupid line. They <laughs> wow. could have redone it. They left it in there. I appreciate it. I appreciate you leaving your dumbass lines from the original game in there.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so I'm excited. It's a it's a very short demo. You can get it, you can try it yourself. Um, but I'm I'm pretty excited for this game. I like think s- it's gonna be all right. Six days now or something before this is
2: out, I believe. I think that's yeah, right. Pretty soon. Pretty pretty quick. soon. More on that as we get it. He also played Octopath Traveler. Not the, not the new the f- one. The first the one. The
1: first one. Yeah. Let me be clear. I know people this day and age want to abbreviate everything, but turns out when I say Octopath Traveler and I don't say 2, I mean the first Octopath Traveler, crazy enough. Weird. Um. So, yeah, th- basically that is what happened, though. Octopath Traveler 2 came out. Everybody started raving about it and talking about it talking about how much of a, uh upgrade it was in every single way. And I said, "I, <laughs> do you know what comes out this month? And they made me pre-order Diablo 4 this month, too. Yep. Uh, I can't afford Octopath Traveler 2 right now. So, oh, look, Octopath Traveler 1 is in my library, and I haven't played it. So I decided to play it.
2: Did you and buy it back then and just never got around to it, or something?
1: I must have bought it on a sale at some point. There was a there was a point where I was playing all the Final Fantasies. It was clear that like playing these style of RPGs was going to become a thing for a while, and I think I bought a few on sale where I was like, "Oh, that's something I could play. That's something I could play." Sure. Uh, and I think this might have been one of them. This so is, I had it. Yeah. And uh, it's crazy because people talk about this game like it beat up their mother. (laughs) Every Um. time I hear someone talk (laughs) about Octopath Traveler, it's not like they don't talk about it like it's the worst game. But I've heard so many people go, yeah, Octopath Traveler, that's cool. Two improves everything. Yeah. Like, and it's like, okay, great. Yeah, the, it, it's a fine game, but let me tell you, two really solves a lot of the problems. So I kind of went in with this like expectation of like actually a bad game. Mm. Um, so I went in with real low expectations, and I am extremely pleasantly surprised with what is here. This game is great. Mm. I love this game. Wow, this might be one of my like best surprises in a long time, and maybe it's just because I heard all that criticism, like it floated to the surface, and that was all I knew was like, okay, the stories don't connect well enough uh, for some people, and you know, it takes a long time to get going. You know, all those all those complaints, I was like, all right, I guess that's what it is. And I started playing it and my goodness, I love this game. It's one of my favorite games I've played this year. Uh, It is, you basically pick from eight characters on who's going to be your main character to start with. They each have their own story, their own reason for being. Um, It is true. They aren't super interconnected, at least near as I can tell so far. Um, But that's fine. Like, in most RPGs, that's kind of the case. Everybody sort of comes with their own baggage. That's where the and name
2: came from, right? Octopath means eight stories. That's their paths. That's the whole thing.
1: Yeah. Okay. So eight eight stories, eight paths. It's also the first letter of all the characters' names spells Octopath. Oh, um, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, so
1: I started as Primrose, the yeah. P in Octopath, I guess. Mm. Um, and I I do understand where the criticism comes from to a degree. Uh, because, you know, there are, there are elements that I get, like I only just now, and I'm like 10 hours into the game and I only just now unlocked the last character. In fact, I think I'm in the middle of their story. So it's not a fast game, but I'm not trying to race through it. Like it's a, it's a RPG. Like I like chilling and just playing it. I like the way the combat works. Um, the combat system's actually really, really neat. Yeah, I like that. um, and even though battles take a while, I think that the strategic elements of it are fun enough to where I still enjoy it. So,, uh, I think everything about this game, from the visuals to the stories, not all the stories are created equal. Like I started as the as the dancer, which was an extraordinarily like dark story about like, People being abused and human trafficking and abuse and all this stuff. I was like, Jesus, what? And that's what the chat told me to do. I was like, chat, who should I start with? That's what they picked. And then, you know, there's some lighter fare where it's like. I'm playing as a merchant right now that Mm -hmm. is going to get some stuff stolen by pirates and she's upset about it. (laughs) Like, it's it's not always the same thing. Um, but I'm I'm enjoying all the stories. I think the characters are really good, really well performed, and it's just it feels like in one world. You know, I've I've played the Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters, and that's kind of a perfect thing for what it is. And this feels like a slightly different path adjacent to it, but a, kind of the same place technologically, mm. and it it's scratching a similar itch in a different way and. It is a charming game. I absolutely am having a blast with it.
2: Well, that probably means you're going to love too when you get around I, to it.
1: Apparently, cuz apparently it fixes all the problems. Although maybe I'm going to have the opposite issue cuz all I heard was people complaining about the first one and all I'm hearing is praise about the second one. So
2: Yeah, maybe it goes uh, reverse for you or something.
1: I don't I don't know, but Yeah. Um I I think this game is a real like gem and if you don't want to buy the 50 or 60 dollar i can't remember how much it is 60 sequel that just came out Mm -hmm. um maybe look to this because you can get it for cheap and i actually think it's really i think it's really something special i think it's awesome
2: i think the art style is so cool um that you're making me want to play it again so nice job
1: uh, okay. Oh, and I
2: start where I played it before I bounced was on Game Pass, and I assumed it was still there, but it's not. I think, yeah, I think it's Square, not on Game Pass anymore. Square does uh, Square's Game Pass, they dip their feet in for like a hot second and then yank it out. That's that's their deal over there. <laughs> yeah, everybody, there are well, plenty I, of games. I'd
1: recommend wonder. checking them out. My understanding is they are not connected, there is no need, even though I, I did it, there's no need to start with one. They seem to be their own independent thing, mm. so. Um, you can start with either if you, if you're looking at buying it and you want what is apparently a better experience, maybe start with two. Um, but I don't know, like starting with one seems great to me cause I don't have to go backwards in features. It's only going to get better. And there's a whole other game to play when I beat this one.
0: Yeah.
1: So I'm actually really excited that I started with one cause I, I kind of like discovering a series after it's already got a couple games out that I really love.
2: That's awesome. This also sounds like a John thing to do. You're not, you're not going to skip ahead. You're going to get yeah. the full well, meal I deal. I
1: started playing Devil May Cry. It's like, uh, yeah. weird. <laughs> You did I'm weird. I'm weird and I can't get over it.
2: <laughs> that is a weird thing, but I, I respect it. Uh, I also respect giant uh, city builders that are hard and where people die and you have to bury their bodies and stuff. So good thing Bo played more Farthest Frontier. Bo, how's that going for you?
3: um yeah i played a bit uh this week it's fun a lot hours go by anything new like
2: uh i have it as well did they add anything big or new that i think uh, there
3: was an update but it was not super noticeable stuff hmm. so nothing jumped out at me as fairly new but you know it's relaxing got a great soundtrack the ui it really needs to shrink it takes up so much of the room that that would be my one
2: criticism i
3: think oh really maybe they'll give you yeah. some uh,
2: percentage uh slider. <laughs>
3: yeah, like but. it's nice. The UI looks nice, but it's yeah. just hard to keep it open and see things. I think they I don't know. They should do something about it. I'm not sure what exactly, but you see like even what you're showing is like firewood splitter. I don't need but it really need doesn't need to take that much space and and some things like I and banished I would like to keep different projects open and monitor them. Mm-hmm and it's hard when the windows a or one at a time open and then take
2: up the whole screen. But apart from that, it's still really fun. I lose hours to this. It's I so need to go. I need to get back in. I always look at it. It reminds me of war tales when I just look at it and I don't know. I don't know. Why yeah. It it's definitely
3: it. got that vibe for mm-hmm. sure. I think they really, you know, overall nailed it. It's a lot of fun. I, 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 and yeah, I don't mind the attacking Raiders. It just gives another vector.
2: It's nothing too challenging. Yeah. Um, that's cool i like it uh it's very cool. nice and i
3: played it for a bit not much to say about it
2: how's uh so programming mostly this week How yeah
3: go? i mean mostly what i was doing when i had free time was just like I, I get to the point where i'm like should i sit down and play a game And it's like nah, i'd rather continue my lessons <laughs> so it's just kind of more getting into it that's good um you know i don't have much to talk about just in terms of what i was learning i'm currently making a um like a, a racing game, and it's just showing me how to do pickups at this point and how to change
2: animations while doing the pickups and stuff. Pickups like so, Mario like, Kart style, like grabbing a, a power. Yeah, up
3: like I can tra- traverse through walls that previously were collision detected, you know. Mm. So, you know, pick, get the pickup, change the properties. Like, it's the, the thing about like programming is, is like you're not really learning programming. Programming is kind of easy. Like, once you know it, it's the techniques, right? Right? It's like what you're. It's what you're actually writing, not the actual programming language. Like, I don't want to say it's easy because people hate when I get dismissive, but like, <laughs> it, all programming languages are all kind of the same, you know, it's they have operators functions, structures, whatever. But the actual thing is how do I make this thing, right? How do right. I make, if I want something that displays a high score, how do I make it? And it's like, people have already discovered that country. You don't have to reinvent the wheel, but you need someone to teach you the technique. So, like, a lot of it is just, like, how do you do a pickup and then trigger it to change your appearance of your player? Yeah. Like, you know, Mario picks up the fire flower. Now he's changed colors. And then now he has an ability or does something different. Um, So, it's about, like, extending classes. Like, you make a default pickup class, and then the different types of pickups are extended. So, I've been learning that. And that's, uh, that's fun. I've also started to dip my tone to shaders because I really hate the way-, way the lake looks in Super Lake Run. Hmm. But I don't know how to make it look like water yet. Yeah, I don't have anything to show on that front. But while I was doing that, I did swing by and make a few updates. So I'm not going to get you to play it locally because I don't think it's worth playing locally but i will show uh what i did implement in the game
2: people still thought it was cool so nice let's we'll see do that now Hang have you on. been streaming um, any of your programming stuff like-
3: yeah i mean that's pretty much all i like i don't stream i haven't been streaming nearly as much probably because IRL IRL pretty busy too but right. um i have been streaming my work on super lake run or just my lesson i'm like i'm doing lessons that's pretty much all it is now sure not um that's great though people love that kind uh, of thing I like it. They do. Um, And, you know, it's not – wait, is that what I want there? Yeah. There's your code. I was a translucent. I don't understand that.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I don't either. That's
3: a new feature of Bo that he's translucent. Oh, there. Display captures here. All right. So, like – They're like Finnish people. Anyway, go ahead. And it's kind of fun. It's fun to break the code because my code is like poo meter dot max value equals poo MP max.
2: That's amazing.
3: (laughs) like it's all poo in there and poo, poo cool down, poo shot cool down, poo shot instance. You know, all my variables are have fun names, anyways. Um, That's I good. added an XP bar, so if you check out, wait,
2: <laughs> you got an XP bar, if okay. you check out
3: the bottom down there, there's an XP bar, yeah. Oh, nice. Look so right. now when I get kills, it fills the XP bar.
2: Oh, nice. This is bow level one. Is it level? Do you have it set up so that if you get level two, yeah, it's a watch. slower, slower thing? Do you ding? Oh, yeah. Look you at see, that. Yeah. You see oh. the
3: stars. You, can, you can't hear the sound, but there is a little sound that plays. Um, yeah. And as you can see now, it takes 200 experience points.
2: <laughs>
3: That's great,
2: dude.
3: Level That's progress. Up. That's awesome. So hang on. Watch, watch my character. You'll see little shader stars appear. It's not great, but... Yeah.
2: It's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's awesome. I love it. I love it. And you want to make this, uh, I think the water is actually kind of okay, but you want to make it look more like. uh,
3: But it's like I'm sitting on the water and clearly looks drawn, but I I would like to put, I don't want to cover it up too much because most of the gameplay happens in that. Oh, I did add another thing. This is what I got stuck four hours on. When I mouse over the fish, look
2: what happens. Oh yeah. They get all highlighty.
3: They're highlighted like you would in Diablo. So that's a shader. So as I was learning shaders, like doing the lessons, like, oh, here's how you highlight something in 3D space and 2D space, and it's a shader that you, you know, function. But then I couldn't get it to work. I could get it to work in the example fish, like just the fish node. Yeah. But then when I was running the game, I couldn't get the game to highlight the shader or highlight the fish with the shader. And I spent four, like (laughs) Wednesday night, no Tuesday night, I spent four hours (laughs) just trying to figure out what it was. And as it turns out. There's a node type called a color rect, Mm. I think, where you're just drawing a color in a rectangle. It's a node that's simply used. And apparently it it doesn't work well with shaders. And it was like buried Uh, somewhere. and I had to figure out, I had to like disable every single node one at a time to figure out, you know, under what circumstances could I get it to work? Because alone I could get it to work and in the full game I could not. And that really just annoyed the shit out of me. However... I learned something from it, so you know. Yeah, that's, that's the point. Go. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the point. You know, there's these lessons you take. That's what I mean. Sometimes it's like it's like not so much about the coding as it is like just understanding and learning the techniques, because the nothing the like you know code is code. It's, it's kind of straightforward. Sure. It's write instruction. Do instruction. Um, but then like you know, if it doesn't make any sense. Uh, how anything's working that's when it's kind of a problem so, sure anyway
2: no it's cool though because I, I there's something satisfying about a four hour uh thing where you got to figure out what's going on and then you find it i don't know there's something about that
3: yeah yeah i mean i was there's definitely a sigh of relief but i was, I was also frustrated because that's why i worked all day and then my evening was figuring out that bug for the most part and then it's time for bed and i was like
2: Meh. nice well that's a good update but, um, i wanted to yeah. share something with you because you always say mario instead of mario Mm-hmm. And I found somebody else who says it that way, but also this is an interesting story. Uh, Leguizamo, the actor, what's his first name? John. John. <laughs> I'm looking right, I'm looking <laughs> yeah. right at you when I ask what's his name. I'm, I'm such an idiot. John.
1: What's uh, what's his name?
2: Yeah, what's that guy? Uh, something Leguizamo, John. Anyway, um, <laughs> he's he was on uh, he was on the late night with uh, the whoever the new the guy is now. I forget his name. He used to write for SNL. Uh, uh, friendly Jim Bob Joe. I don't know his name. Anyway, the new late night guy yeah, on okay. NBC. I say new, but it's been a couple of years. Anyway, uh, um, Seth Meyer. Jeez, Seth Meyer. That's who it is. Anyway, he was on there, and this is what he said. I saved this for you guys. Here you
1: go. But you, uh, you turned down a role in the film Philadelphia yes. to do Super Mario Brothers. I was supposed to be Tom Hanks' lover. Uh huh. But I didn't think he was good looking enough for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wanted, like, Kevin Costner or Denzel Washington. And um, so I turned it down for Super Mario Brothers. And then, of course, they all won Oscars. And I won the John How Can you Be So Stupid award for my wife. Yeah.
2: All right. So he gave up his role. He turned down a role in the Oscar-riddled film, Philadelphia, early 90s, uh-huh. so he could be Mar- Luigi in the Mario, Super Mario Brothers movie. That alone is something. But then he also called it Mario. Mario, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. So John Leguizamo himself uh, did it, and I just thought that was a stupid thing. Well, I All appreciate right.
3: you coming to my defense because uh,
2: people, some <laughs> people, really uh, disagree.
3: I
1: like when he pronounces it Mario. Yeah, yeah. I kind of
2: do too. I, I, it's, uh, it's cathartic, Bo. It's quaint. It? Yeah, it's quaint. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Uh, But it's also very Canadian, and I appreciate having that perspective on the show. Speaking of the show, we're going to take a break right here. And when we come back, we'll have a dear Martha, some additional news, uh, some of your feedback and more. So come right back, won't you?
0: Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook?
2: Yep.
1: Uh, are, opening Amazon packages.
2: Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. Did yeah. you get anything you want to share with the, with the class?
1: Uh, it's nothing good. Like, uh, because so my, my wife is out of town. The kids are enjoying spring break. She, she took them to visit her mom and I'm getting a week off, but that means I'm doing a bunch of projects around the house. And one of the projects is the, uh, baby proofing for the baby's room. The little thing we stuck on the door to prevent him from being able to open the door. Yeah. Uh, I walked into it the other day (laughs) and, uh, tore the paint off the door. Oh, so we need to put it back. Um, but I need to scrape the excess paint off before we put another one back on. And so I, I bought a paint scraper.
2: Oh, look at you. You're like a handyman now. (laughs) Yeah. Do you feel handy? You know? No,
1: no. no. I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just hoping to not ruin a door. <laughs> it's like real life chorecore.
2: Yeah, chore. Yeah, John's doing the. I'm I'm over here renovating fake hotels. John's got the real job. Uh, yeah. But, but you'll probably have less glitches than I did, and there is nobody. Man, uh, that's going to be an awesome AI though, renovation AI. Oh yeah, it's dude. Be so good. Now you're talking. Now Put I'm now I'm all for it.
3: And, yeah.
2: Yep. Smarter than me. <clears throat> well, we're back, everybody. We're gonna we're gonna dive right into a, a dear Martha here, uh, which I don't know may may or may not.
3: My Martha,
2: <laughs> reference a bunch of work you got to do at the house. I don't know, but John put it together as always. It's always, awesome. We're gonna play it now, John. Anything special
1: before I hit play? No, nope, just uh, just enjoy, I guess. Here we go. My dearest Martha, last letter. We took a look at the ads of Game Now. Issue 7 from May of 2002. This letter, we put all those ads behind us and look at the meat of the magazine. Which naturally starts on page 10 after a shitload of ads. We start with an article about the Spider-Man game based on the first Sam Raimi movie. It talks about the extra villains that will show up in the game by saying, Spidey's only real enemy in the movie is Green Goblin. But ultimately, he just isn't potent enough to sustain an entire video game by himself. Wow. If only Crystal Dynamics had read this tidbit from 2002 (laughs) before making 2020's Marvel's Avengers game, Mm. maybe they could have figured out the benefits of enemy variety, and we'd still be playing it today. Now, last letter, we visited the terrible someone-has-to-play-the-chick ad for Gauntlet, that showed just how dated some of the views of gaming magazines were in the early 2000s. You might have thought that maybe this was exclusive to ads, and I'm sorry to say, it isn't. This magazine clearly thinks its readership is 100% straight males, and it's not afraid to show it. Promoting superhero busts, it still warns that owning one is a talisman to ward off the companionship of attractive females. (laughs) Or showing a butt shot from King of Fighters EX New Blood, pointing an arrow to it, saying, Here's an attack you might find a bit cheeky. Mm. Or starting their review for WTA Tour Tennis with Finally, a Game Boy Advance sports title for girls to cheer about. Or commenting on Black Cats from Pirates, The Legend of Black Cat. Commenting on her polygons. (laughs) Okay, I think the point is made. I could go on, and honestly, none of these are the worst things ever. But I think the best example is in the letters section where they are faced with literal evidence that their readers might not all be horny dudes when they pulled this from their message board. Mm. Regarding how many gamers out there are girls? Well, I'm not exactly a girl. I'm a 54-year-old woman and a mother of three. I love video games and have since the Atari first came out. What did they do with this insight? They responded, Wow, maybe we should reconsider Phil's idea of making a magazine called Grey Gamer.
3: Jeez. <laughs> yeah, are they reading your magazine? <laughs>
0: like,
1: well. uh, not cool. It okay. just goes back to what I said in the last letter. This was a crazy fun time for video games. We were out of the polygonal hell that was early PlayStation and N64 stuff... There were three big console contenders about to go in wildly different directions with their next gens. Dragon Ball Z was literally everywhere, and the story hadn't been retold 187,000 times in just as many games yet. (laughs) But we also hadn't grown out of that awkward nerd in mom's basement cliche that made us a little self-conscious of our hobby or grossly unaware that almost every type of person out there was actually into games. It was that time where we accidentally were gatekeeping video games, which I guess is a slight step up from doing it intentionally. So, that's it for Game Now, a magazine I hadn't heard of, but checked out because I got lazy reading and thought I was picking up GamePro instead. What a time. <laughs> Yours always, S. Beckett, 2002. Wow.
2: never thought of that. The logo on this is very GamePro. Like, I, I would yeah, see that. They
3: want, you to, they want you to make a mistake, I think.
2: <laughs> yeah. Would you see that and you just go, oh, GamePro, I'll grab it. Don't even think about it. Get home, realize it's the most sexist, ageist magazine ever made. <laughs> <laughs> nicely done as always okay well done now this these are some stories we didn't talk about yet and it's now time to do that the last of us tv show wrapped it had its finale just a quick note we might touch on very minor spoilers coming up okay little ones nothing crazy and this is scott after the fact actually both said a thing that may be considered a spoiler so just so you know Uh, it's not huge stuff if you haven't caught up with the show. Also, if you played the game, you know how it turns out. So anyway, you've been warned. I love where it was set in the final episode. I know that was also true in the game. But anyway, turns out that series is excellent. Well done. They did it. Yep. It was great. Bo, in the end, you liked it, right? You were into it. I did like it.
3: It was a Walking Dead speed run.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to have to watch
3: 10 seasons. I'm aware there's a second season and that's it. It's Mm -hmm. a compressed story. I can get behind it. Pedro Pascal's awesome. And uh, um, what's her name? Bella
2: girl. uh, Bella Ramsey. Is that you're talking
1: about, Bella Ramsey? Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to. Although I, her. Know, I her like that name. Bo calls her Bear Island girl. That's a great name. Bear Island.
2: Oh, from Game of Thrones. God she's knows.
3: the Mormont from Bear Island. I just can't remember her first name in that. Yeah. Uh, I
2: don't remember. Deanna either. Troy. Bre- uh, yeah, Deanna Troy was that. That was Deanna the name. Bear Island. <laughs> no Mormont. What's her first name? Uh, Gladys Mormont. I don't.
3: Gladys know. Mormont. I don't know her of where. Bear name. Island. Yeah. And anyways, she. Yeah. No, she's great. I mean. You know the stories in it were interesting, really, really not about the zombies,
2: yeah, which I'm fine with. Uh, we got enough of that. They just the zombie really, zombies really
3: are- not about zombies. It's like but it went through a bit of effort to explain is these aren't normal zombies. they're fungus zombies. And then it's like anyway,, <laughs> <Fun zombies. laughs> um although I did think it, it was hilarious because it did turn a little video game at the end where he's like he's been stabbed. I just wonder if it played out this way in the game because it is a video game. But you know, oh, the second to last. This is pretty realistic yeah. kind of. You know, people don't don't get up and shoot five hundred people and level up in this TV show. It's kind of like people, and it gives you that vibe. So all of us, the fireflies just kind of like leave them to like, oh, just don't go in that room, <laughs> like walk them out. Like they didn't lock him up somewhere. Like they, they know what this guy is dangerous, you know? I don't know. And then, so, and then he just kills everyone. Uh, sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> he just kind of kills a whole bunch of people. And I'm like, I,
1: I was like, I see. Really I actually, didn't. I liked that because to me, it finally paid off with a comment in the very I think first episode that I felt went kind of unheeded because in the first episode, uh, when we first, uh, meet Tess and she's talking to King Robert, he's like, don't tell Joel you, I don't want Joel coming after me. Like he's genuinely afraid that Joel is going to come after him and his people. And it's like, he paints Joel as this Uber badass. And you're like, Oh, what's Joel going to do? And it turns out, Kind of get his ass kicked for an entire season, yeah. As is what's going to happen. I know that's part of his arc. Like he's he can't do the things he used to do. Is what he says, and he, you know he's dealing with not being in his prime anymore. So to me, the like is gonna murk everybody at the end was finally the payoff of this promise of like, no, he's a badass that they they set up at the beginning that you never really get to fully see.
2: Yeah. And it sets up the ch- the choice is a big deal, it's super controversial. Uh, it also sets up controversial things for the next season. Like I think it's great.
3: I don't yeah, know. Like I, I the rest of it was fine. I just it was the Firefly defense strategy that I was like. <laughs> the Fireflies are also built up as a smart movement, and I'm like, really, you guys got owned that hard by one guy? Yeah. You know, it w- it wasn't him being like emotional or lying or. Uh, you know, or any of that stuff, or shooting, just shooting the doctor. He's a monster. He's a product of the environment. That all jives. It's just the fireflies are like, yo, chill. be cool, be cool, yeah, be cool, cool. Yeah, be cool. be cool. <laughs> just go outside. We'll just escort you outside. You they, like, <laughs> like? I don't
1: think. Yeah, they seem. But.
2: They did seem to kind of lose their.
3: Like in Walking Dead, you know, they'd be strapped to a bed, like chained up, and I
1: don't you know. know. Like, they were pretty. Uh, they, they were pretty, pretty chill. L- lame throughout the entire thing I mean the first time we meet the fireflies almost all of them are dead Uh, Marlene's been shot you got one missing an ear and then even Marlene when she's talking to him at the end there she's like yeah they had five people dedicated to protecting me I still almost didn't make it here so I don't know I think the fireflies get their ass kicked a lot
0: yeah, I guess you know, they're, the, I
1: they're the out, wharf you know. of the last of us there's a lot of damage being thrown their way but they keep like
3: going. some some homeless guy managed to get the drop on him and stab him but five you know five or ten <laughs> fully armed dudes didn't hit him once nope. like, okay. yeah but the
2: stakes were so high you had to go you know you had to save people and all that
3: i know it's part of the fantasy i know it's still good i'm just saying i was a little bit like okay we're this is our power fantasy here
2: you know well, I we like because it it we're was righteous, all, and
3: we, then we'll kill everyone and not get clipped ourselves. Like, okay,
2: I liked it all because it was set in Salt Lake City, and it, they nailed it. Like that, st- those outdoor shots and stuff, freaking nailed it. They didn't fake any of that. I mean, they they fake it because they have to make it look beat up and old. But where the buildings were placed, I knew all those landmarks. Hundred percent nailed it. The off ramp, just getting off the highway and walking up that ramp, totally I fifteen uh, south. There's see. The, what's the name of that exit I forget the name of the exit but that exit is dead on like that yeah. I love that kind of crap when they really uh, pay attention to that stuff so I
1: liked, the, I liked the the story came out that uh, a guy who worked on the game snuck in a, a like an easter egg for his wife he yep. named the baseball stadium after his wife Oh no way and in them being copying what was in the game for the show like he doesn't even he doesn't even work with naughty dog anymore they copied the exact name of the stadium so it's now an easter egg in the show as well oh no way copied onto the show too i love that that that's awesome
2: yeah i like that kind of stuff yeah they really they really went nuts with it a lot of people one of the other things was like people couldn't believe this giraffe was was real yeah they all thought it was cg no it's a real giraffe
1: it turns out giraffes are just weird ass animals yeah and uh <laughs> they're kind of unbelievable even when you see a real one you're like how, how does they this do, be they, uh, yeah. they do
3: look like they're from star wars for sure the most star oh wars hell animal. yeah they look yeah, like yeah. they should be going
1: ar, ar, ar,
2: doing something weird you know uh,
1: i have a, a coffee table book called giraffes giraffes and it is a it's a Fake like encyclopedia book all about giraffes and how they came to Earth from space on a giant escalator. Wow. And uh it's incredible. It's the true story of giraffes, the untold story of giraffes.
2: Finally it can be told. That's great. Yeah. I'm in. Uh also. Uh Hardcore Realms coming to World of Warcraft classic. Hardcore Realms. Do you know what that means? Well, and that means going to be hardcore. So the, it is,
3: it is coming. I thought it was rumored. So it's, actually- it's
1: rumored. It's rumored. So there's there's lines of code that have been discovered for, um, basically, like it has hardcore in the text, and it has a you know presumably when you make a character, it has code about a screen pop up warning you what you're getting into. Yeah. Um, So we don't know exactly what it's going to be, if it's going to follow, because there's a lot of like, quote unquote, hardcore modes for old World of Warcraft. Some only let you use gray items. It's just a rule structure. It could just mean permadeath uh, like it does in Diablo. It's hard to say exactly what it's going to be, um, but it seems like they're getting a little experimental with. Uh, World of Warcraft Classic, and I think that's actually a cool thing. I think I, they should. I, I think too. that's a sandbox. They should screw around.
2: I agree. Go ahead and mess with it. It's not going to hurt anybody to do that. A lot of the servers, a lot of the private servers that existed before this, I, some still do. Uh, they would, they would mess with this sort of stuff. And
3: uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm into this. This yeah. seems cool. Yeah. that make, brings PvP to a whole new context. Can oh, you yeah.
1: imagine raiding where if you if you die, you're permanently dead. Yeah. You're raiding with all your friends. Something goes wrong. You're just like, shit, guys, I'm done. Yeah, bye. More I the, can't. Or what you can't if you bring all me back. did? I'm it's done. even
2: worse if it's all of you doing it because, uh, let's say you've got a forty man team. You're doing Ragnaros forty man something, and you're all ready. You've been working, studying, practicing. You've done it a million times in your head. You've drawn out maps on paper. You're ready to go. And then the hunter F's up and pulls something he shouldn't and wipes the raid. And that's it.
1: Everyone's done. <laughs> make a new character, guys. Holy <laughs> shit.
0: We Hard, just got to level
1: up, gear up, rep up, and then we can do it all over again.
0: Yeah,
3: that's ins- that's just it, insane. It might make races interesting, though, if they ever went with seasons for that kind of thing in conjunction with it. You know? So. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's,
0: well, yeah. it's interesting.
2: Yeah. It's exciting stuff coming uh, to World of Warcraft Classic. I think that's a great thing to do, so I'm glad they're doing it. Uh, the uh, Diablo 4 beta starts tomorrow. We've referred to it a bunch in today's show, but it is happening tomorrow. I don't know how. Is it midnight tonight? When do they start?
1: Uh, no, I think it's 9 a.m. It'll be 10-year time tomorrow, <sighs> I believe. Have a show at 10.
2: Um, yeah, no, that I have a weird way
1: <laughs> not respecting your, your My show schedule. Times.
2: What the frick? Yeah, so uh, we're all doing it, right? Bo, Bo paid $400 I paid, for it, uh, Canadian.
3: $129.99 Canadian for the super <laughs> stupid um, rich people wings. <laughs> and, uh, you know. <laughs>
2: You got the rich people wings, and you're gonna let hit level twenty and like get the weird little dog thing. And, and back launch, out. I'll be able to play
3: four days early. But I think I could have saved ten bucks and not get the wings and still had that. But yeah,
1: um, <laughs> yeah. But, but you're not I'm, gonna have the accelerated game pass, Bo. Oh,
2: you're
3: right. And
1: they ask for even more money for this hundred oh, dollar think game. About me. That.
3: that, let's not talk about it. that. It hurt. I saw that on the list, and it, it really hurt. It hurts my feelings seeing that. I know. I'm still okay, playing that though. Doom game and it hurts my feelings too. Like uh, gaming I really hate oh. that shit. Is that out yet? I hope
2: here in America, I, hope, I mean um sorry. I pardon.
3: mean I'm still playing it, but it you know, it's it's annoying, but it's fun. There isn't anything quite like it, and so I still find myself playing it. But um yeah, and just I that's the only part of this whole spiel that makes me nervous is like am I gonna see everyone in this season's battle pass armor when I go into you know what I mean? You know that? Yeah. Like when someone no, comes yeah. out in Marvel Snap and everyone's got like the season pass um, avatar and I'm just like, oh, you bought that. Like it's it's kind of this blue checkmark energy that's now pervading like every app where so I know someone's paid for their avatar or their, their armor. And it's, you know, in Sea of Thieves, again, I hate it that people can just buy their way into having an awesome boat. The whole point of the loop is to earn pirate booty. Why would you circumvent a mechanic? And it just seems so core to the Diablo experience, like do shit, find cool armor. So why am I circumventing the whole system by paying ahead? Because they'll make money at it regardless. Yeah, of and my and
1: that's, that's been my big concern too. That's why I've said, you'll know if it's bad or not, because if you are sitting there in all the gear that you farmed and worked hard to get and unlock and, You look not even remotely as cool as somebody who hit level five in their battle pass. Like garbage. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's that's a a whole grade down. If it was a five star game, it's now a four star game. With four stars, three star. I shouldn't have bought those dumb wings. I don't know what I
3: was thinking. I don't know why I paid the extra ten bucks. I just. I think the wings came. I thought the wings. I'm came. not going to use them because I'm going to want to feel like I'm a new character right. progressing in power. Why would I have awesome ass angel wings at level one? At yeah. the, start of the story. Well, it's no just, just but
2: now you got them all, and so later when you have all these other wings that you earned or whatever, you'll always have that one. That yeah, I'll out. use them later when maybe I don't care, but still, well, sure. just, and you uh, feel when visual? I get. N-
3: when I get into pub, I'm, I'm the game has public areas. That's what I mean. If I get into public every area and everyone's got the armor of the ancients and it looks like, you know, ridiculous dance hall light show, you know, I'm going to, let's go suck.
2: <laughs> let's go suck. Yep. Hey, would uh, Super Lake Run have a battle pass? What do you think? Oh no. No? <laughs> I, know, I don't even know if I can
3: charge for it
0: at this point. <laughs> <it's a>
3: <laughs>
2: Let alone a battle pass. I mean, I say
3: that, but like, literally, there's games with less than what my game has in it that that will charge for stuff. Hmm. I saw Doctor Who took the greasy money route recently, for example. Oh, when you, you talk- know where it's it just it's just meters filling up. And oh you yeah, press yeah, it, yeah. And then to speed it up, you can pay money. It's the worst.
2: I know. Anyways. It's just um, it's but you're they boil down gaming. It's like that stupid chess game that's still on my phone, and I once in a while play it. It's like you're reminded. God. I know. Can you pay? Can you what? Can you pay the No, in this game? case, no. You could. Oh, that's fine then. They, well, okay. I say you don't. You can't pay directly. But back when the game was new, you could hit ads to or watch ads to speed it up. But now the ads don't work, and so so the mechanic doesn't work at all. <laughs> so if I click it, it doesn't do anything. But you could that's watch an ad, and then things would like crank, and you'd improve your yeah, luck. I stuff.
3: guess that like, it's like I don't know. It's a, yeah. Anyways, it's
2: state of to earn
3: revenue somehow. I guess, but still, it makes the game itself worse. As lovers of games, you know, it's it's definitely poo. It's poo. It's a shit stain on your game. You know, and that's <laughs> I worry about the shit stains in Diablo Four because I really like the, I really like Diablo. I yeah, like, I don't same. Want
2: it. I don't want to have shit stains on it. Same. Do you think that game starts? This is totally off the point here. Maybe we know this because someone showed it. I don't know. But does the game start with the same cinematic they showed in uh, um, at BlizzCon that year to announce it? Uh,
1: the the game starts with the cinematic that they showed uh, at, I don't remember what it was. Was it Gamescom or whatever? They showed a cinematic recently. Uh, oh, where it's allowed. Kind of came across like a nothing cinematic. A lot of people I saw going, eh. And like didn't care about it, but I think the thing that was like cool about that cinematic is the character in it is your character. Yeah, it's gameplay. That's not that's not a character that's going to be you know around. That's your character that you customize. Yeah, that's real time. That's
2: that's real time engine stuff. Yeah, I also think it's cool. I think that's when your character is birthed. But I I'll bet you when you fire the game up, you get a big Blizzard Entertainment presents, and you you get that again. And I will watch it again. I will totally watch that again, no problem. But I think that's what you get there. I could be maybe one. there's a new one. Could be. Maybe there's a.
3: Well, we might not even see it. They might not be available for beta. So
2: yeah, someone in the chat had to pay, or someone in the chat wanted to get a key without having to go buy the KFC double down. So they got on eBay while the show was going, and in real time, right here in front of us, they went and bought a, a beta key off eBay. And I thought, yeah, well, I wonder what that cost. And he said it was only nine bucks. It it's pretty good.
1: I mean, you can't charge too much for it because you know otherwise just pre-order the game or otherwise just get a double down.
2: But he probably added what a year to his life by not eating that double down? Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: he's making up for it and, that's <laughs> that's <I'm> saying. Saying, <laughs> life, Can you really put that in that? and that's nine dollars for who knows how many extra years of life? right
3: good point. He, he, he's yeah he won. That's actually, even though he didn't get anything, he won. It's Scipio. He says he's installing as we speak. Very nice, dude. Tomorrow you'll yeah, be one of no, us. No, for me, it's like more 6 p.m. Eastern. I'll probably not get started right away because of a work day. Same. I'm, it sucks. I'm really stoked. I'm so excited to to get in there and yep. <laughs> see numbers.
2: Do we know if all the classes are available in the... in the? <laughs> yeah, I was going like, to ask. What class? No, you're it's you roll them first. All, uh What um, are they? Do we know? I think
1: there? it's... Barbarian, rogue, and wizard, maybe. Boo! It's not well, necro. Sorcerer, not that. Yeah. Barbarian, sorcerer, and rogue. Okay. Uh, well, it will shock you all to know that I think I'm playing the
2: rogue. Yeah, shocking. Shocking is not is the word. Let I was me thinking.
1: surprise you all that I'm gonna play the rogue.
2: I wanted the necro on day one. I mean, we will on the game's day one, but I wanted a beta test the me- the necromancer. Mm. It's Ooh. not there though. Or the what about, uh, the- what about you, Bo? The other one, whatever it is,
3: I don't know. I haven't really decided yet. I'm. It's likely barbarian, but same.
1: All right, Scott, you have to play. No, you have to play sorcerer. Bo took it. You had your chance, but you just wanted to complain about. I mean, the I characters. like now magic you have characters. To play the sorcerer.
2: If the magic, okay. If the sorcerer is is immediately like, oh, this isn't just. A oh, I Chad's
1: saying druid, rogue, barbarian, druid, rogue. Oh,
2: then I'll do druid. You be you guys yeah. be your things. I'll be a druid.
1: druid. Was druid. <laughs> you guys be your things.
2: I want to be <laughs> You know what? Bo should be the druid cuz he looks like that druid they showed us. <laughs> <laughs> that all hairy druid they showed? You should do it.
3: And yeah, I'm definitely more uh <laughs> jungly in the hair department. Well, um we will but, likely yeah,
2: stream it and show it and play it and I might play that. rogue too though. I might steal John Thunder. Oh.
1: John. Man. Them Some dark words. business yeah. going on when the rogue starts getting I mean, double
3: the plan <laughs> is the plan is to play all three and hit twenty, right? I mean, I don't <laughs> yeah. know how yes. they said there's a lot in this beta, but I'm like skeptical. I'm like, you only get to level twenty. How much is there? You really?
2: only have to do twenty on one character though, right? To, get
3: the, goat. Yeah, to yeah. get the puppy, but like
1: <laughs> everybody just wants the stupid puppy and nobody's happy about it, but everybody wants it. Yeah, like, I, that's, I want it. I feel like that's where we are all at right now is we're like, look, I'm not <laughs> happy about this. I don't <laughs> like that. I want the stupid backpack puppy, but I want it and I'm going to do what it takes to get it. And that's just it.
2: I still think it's a goat. I know it's not, but I, I just think it is. I know it not though.
1: Why? I just you want it. To I be?
2: want it to be a goat back there. I, I don't think know why a goat would
3: be cute. I think it's a great idea—a little baby goat. Yeah, a little devil goat.
2: You know, like a eh, not even oh, like one that's like mildly, like just devilish looking. Well, they're the all like they all seem like Satan's helpers. So I, I'd be fine with any kind of goat really. But I just like the idea of it be back there going Meh! every once in a while. You know? Maybe
1: they will. Like this yeah, is what's for now. the this is what's for the beta. So who knows what's going to be in the game? Maybe you'll get your goat.
2: Uh, max level of the final game? I don't know the answer to that sixty or seventy. But this game, or sorry, the beta beta is twenty only. Uh, first act, basically, right? Is that the deal? I think that's what chat room saying. I don't really know. But- first act was what they did with three as well. Uh, I think. Oh, no, no, no. You could only go as far as Lich King. Or not Lich King. Um, <laughs> S- skeleton King. What's his name? I don't know why that's so funny. Leoric? Leoric. You get as far as Leoric, and then you're done. They didn't do the whole act. In and I played three. a played. I play yeah, a wow. shall RPG. suffer as and,
1: I have suffered.
2: Best thing about him is when he's coming together, like he's laying there dead, but then the bits of armor going chunk, chunk, and it's making him jerk around his chair. And that was
1: 2012. he's cool. He's a cool
2: boss. He is cool. Freaking Leoric's a badass. Except his his audio stuff before he turned into the Death King or whatever, it always bugged me a little because he's like this. Oh, my kingly nature is of such that I believe that And he's just like, dude, you were never like this. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Right, right. What a bunch of shit. He
3: he was epic. I mean, Diablo leans into uh, into its tropes. It's not just a field... A deathly field, it's a field of misery. <laughs> yep,
2: and it's gonna get a little more miserable.
1: Okay, chat is now clarifying for okay. sure. seeing as they argued with each other for a while, I've learned to wait for chat to fight, and now we just get yep. the, the end result.
2: This is true chat it's G-P-T, rogue, GPT right here,
1: barbarian and sorcerer. That's it is
2: sorcerer, uh, then, not yeah, not the uh, other thing,
1: not the druid,
2: not the druid, really. Okay. Wait.
3: So, but that's the in the first. So there's two w- beta weekends, right? Yeah.
1: And the next beta weekend, necromancer and druid. Then
3: it the says once starter. the open beta weekend comes around, then druid and necromancer
2: will be playable. Okay, I'm in.
1: i I guess I'm waiting for an expansion because uh, I want to play as a crusader or a paladin or whatever. They oh yeah,
2: they don't really go. have. Uh, oh no, wait. Th- there's a knight or something, right? Are
3: we
0: forgetting no, a class? There's five classes
2: hold on diablo Four
3: i classes.
1: feel like i heard that the paladin was coming back but i never oh. i don't think they ever did it
2: okay diablo 4 early access dates. but i don't want that classes here we go um rogue barbarian druid sorceress necro yeah that's it i swear there was like a plate-wearing dude
1: yeah, there's I, a big hole in the roster for me because I I played paladin in Diablo two and I played crusader in Diablo three the most. I played everything in Diablo three, but mm. um, so there's there's a bit of a hole in the what I like to play in Diablo, but I will survive.
2: Knowing what I know of you, you'll make good use of this freaking road. Um, they're just. gonna. Sorry, go ahead.
3: They're going to add classes of DLC. There's a, I would hope there's a more
2: proactive plan to add classes of DLC. I would
3: hope you so. You so. just like the
1: Rogue and Diablo 1.
2: Oh, my gosh, Johnny, you in the comments? Sorry. I'm on the wiki. <laughs> Here are all the comments. There's only, like, three. Uh, no the Crusader? Oh. Thanks, I'll pass, says this guy. <laughs> oh, shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting my money. Yeah. done.
2: This guy says everybody, every single expansion ever released has in Diablo uh, includes at least one class uh, that's like the paladin. The paladin is coming. It may not be named paladin, but it's coming. So this other guy says, "Um, "Chill out, it's coming." Are we going to get the crusader? If not, I pass. It's like all these passers. You liars! I'm
1: telling you, the crusader was a really cool class in Diablo three. It was it was neat. I agree. They got. I mean, there's, there's still
2: naysayers.
3: They saw. The Diablo Twitter showcased some of the console gameplay. Yeah. And you should see the comments. It was a little on the bright side, I think, or something. And everyone's like, what the hell? This is different than all the marketing. It's so bright. I'm not playing this. It's like, I hope I can still refund my game. Like, there's all these comments that were, like, super negative because it didn't look dark. And I'm like, okay, come on, you guys. There is a certain
2: kind of person that you just described that I don't want to be around ever. Do you know what I'm saying? People yeah, that no, think I like that—I so like, don't want to be anywhere near those people. I
1: hate they're still it. gonna play the game. It's just yes. like when people get mad at us and something we say on the show, where they're like, well, "Whatever." I used to like you guys before you boiled the Last of Us, and then two weeks later, we get another comment about something else we said on the show. They're still listening. Yeah. It's still playing Diablo 4. It's all they're not going anywhere. They're just trying to get what they want.
2: Yep. It's a lot like when uh someone just brought it up in the chat so I'll bring it up, but when they're when a democratic or when a democrat president is uh, elected, a bunch of republicans claim they're leaving. When a republican president gets elected, a bunch of democrats say they're leaving. It happens Everybody's every freaking time, here. and I hate it Everybody's because none of them here. go. They don't go anywhere. They just say they're gonna and it doesn't it's a universal truth across the political spectrum it's the one thing we agree on is that we're going to fake like we're going to leave when your guy gets
1: in <laughs> stupid what does it mean when i say no matter who's being elected that i'm going to leave and i still haven't done it
2: <laughs> i don't care who what party doesn't matter i'm out of here <laughs> if there's ever yeah. another president i'm leaving <laughs> i like that i'll go with you let's go to mexico <laughs> Make the best of it. I'm to Canada. I Don't go to Mexico. Yeah, why
1: are we going to Mexico, Scott? I don't I, know. It's
2: nice down there. This, the, I
1: want to see snow. Uh-oh. Oh, because you're a desert.
2: Yeah, I like deserts. I'm a desert rat. Uh, okay, fine. We got like tundra. That's like a grassy,
0: mossy
1: yeah. desert. It's like it's like a cold. <laughs> it's a cold desert. It's wet yeah. snow. It's wet sand.
2: Yeah, yeah that's like, real nice. Everybody
3: wants. You don't
1: know wet anything sand. about
3: tundra. I'll show you the ropes about tundra. We had a little tundra this year. We had a rough one.
2: A good one, though, because it means we'll have plenty of water and no no weird droughts next year, at least in the valley. But
1: Oh, man, our right. economy is going to go in the toilet. We can't sell uh, water to other people. Oh, wait, no, we buy it
2: from You buy people. it. You're Phoenix. Yeah. You buy all your water. You'll buy it from us. We're, we're, we're uh, often... Yeah, send it our way. We need it. I'm pretty sure we sell you guys water. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Final story. This is great because Diablo's part of his uh, uh, legacy, but Jay Wilson, former head of the Diablo team for Diablo Three. Uh, he was the lead there. Is working on an action RPG of his own, uh, and it's also got survival crap in it. Don't know what that means yet. But uh, Jay Wilson
1: does it have an auction? House? New studio? <laughs> I hope not.
2: <laughs> I don't think he was ever for that. I think that was forced upon.
1: him. I me. know it's. I'm being mean. I guess it was. I think no, he's, he's the, even said as he's much.
3: known for the we took the we we cranked the difficulty up all the way and then we doubled it. He's the doubled it guy. That's yeah. the
2: meme. Oh right.
3: That's the meme about Inferno difficulty at launch. That's that's right. We, yeah. That's I, what, I, people really
1: for. look at launch Diablo 3 with rose-tinted glasses. Let me tell you, I, I remember pl- running through that game with two shields equipped on my arms as a monk and just knowing something had gone <laughs> wrong.
2: Could you do that to have two shields as yes, a monk? Yes, and you had to. It was bullshit. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I don't remember that stuff. Yeah. I don't uh,
3: miss getting strength rolls on all my gear when I'm a monk. Yeah.
2: Also, Jen O'Neill Jen O'Neill. So yeah, it is Jen O'Neill. Jen O'Neill and J. Allen Brack have founded a new studio together. That's an interesting combo of people.
0: That is an yeah, interesting right? combo. Because yeah, like
3: Brack went out with the the allegations. Yeah, Um the fact that he's, you know, <laughs> public again maybe means you know it happened on his watch. Yeah. But you'd be like, I don't know. But then he's with Jen O'Neill, the token and her i think i don't know if she publicly made a statement but what felt like she was tokenized as the female new female later leadership because she got paid way less than mike kibera yeah so resigned and so those two have joined forces which you know it's interesting i I guess there's like a good there's a vouching facet to this for brack because we don't know what went on behind closed doors so it seems like well you know <laughs> the woman's it's rights easy person to is teaming infer up with her that.
1: <laughs> that he was a bit of a sacrificial lamb to it, yeah. Like, I mean, it is in, I believe it is in the document that like things got brought to his attention that he, I think even he might have admitted he wished he had taken more seriously or done different actions for, yeah. But I think most people, when you look at the timeline, say that the the worst offenders and the biggest problems happened before he was in charge of blizzard. Yeah. That is the general understanding that I have. You know, I didn't really miss him when he left. Cause a lot of bad things happened under his watch, but how much of that was already going to happen? How much of that did he have a say in? I mean, we certainly have talked about it with the the dude that's in charge now. How much is he just a, a puppet for Activision? Your bar, yeah, is is hard to say. So
2: yeah, it was it was mostly under Moorheim's watch, and there's you, there's credible there's credible information that says that he was completely, you know, out of the loop on a lot of it. Maybe not all of it, but he also wasn't actively seeking out problems in the company or trying to make sure you know we're all flying right. So I think Mike probably owns most of that responsibility. Jalen Brack, in a way, is. I don't know. I don't know what to call him. Sacrificial lamb, someone said. That's what he is. It's like, well, I see a uh, comment
1: in the chat. And if this is what people are thinking, I think it's worth addressing. Just because a woman works with him isn't proof of anything. Well, one, nobody said that. But two, the reason we're talking about it is because Jen O'Neill was the person who came in to replace him with an eye for improving things. So if she specifically is willing to work with him, I think there is something that can be inferred yeah. not because uh, – <laughs> just because she's a woman, but I'm not, from her specifically. I'm
3: uh, not making this comment just because, wow, a woman's going to work with Dale and Braggle? <laughs> you know, be a good guy. Like, It's because it's Jen O'Neill. Yeah, like, it, yeah, that's it, the point. It means something. That's and the she's point. A tenured, she's a tenured uh, – vicarious visions employee they've known each other for a while but she was the tokenized woman who protests. she, she left in protest
2: yeah just, and, it's all context if you don't know the story that's fine chat but you got so,
3: to... i mean i'm not saying he's an angel or anything i'm just saying it's like of note because we you know these game developers they trade on their reputations right they bring stuff to market you know you don't want to be the jared fogel of the game development community and it's not going to help you start your products, you know, no. like, so it's just, I don't know who's who. And because stuff gets like NDA'd and behind closed doors, you're kind of like, I don't know. I, like, I don't want to get hyped for someone who turns out to be a pedo. And it's happened... It happens. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like I really like that guy, and it's like he's a terrible human being. I'm like, well, shit. I yep. wish I could have just avoided this altogether. Another one you thought you so, liked,
2: yeah, turns out to do
3: so. It you know makes me feel good when stuff like that happens. It makes me feel good when I, I think Chris has been on your interview vouching for Jay Wilson and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like Jay, he's he Chris has publicly, you know, vouched for Diablo three and the vision behind it and that he supported it and stuff like that. And it's hard to know when things go wrong.
2: P J were Not tight. That
3: you want to find blame, but you like, they they make future projects. Should we be excited about them? Are they good people? Like, I, I, I want to, you know, I don't, I just, you know, I don't want to feel like I'm funding a bunch of sexual harassers or whatever, you know, so it matters a little bit.
2: Yeah, it does matter and, a lot
3: uh, And Jen O'Neill, uh, I just think it, I, I remember Brack was also part of the, the Blitz Chung Hong Kong thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Again. Not that he was steering the ship completely. Activision's like, don't talk about China. And he's like, okay. But he wore a pin or she tried to... I, I remember his BlizzCon speech being all right. Like, he, it looked like he was trying to say more than he really could about it.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. Um. But I'm just inferring that. It's not based on any proof.
2: I mean, on the one hand, I don't think he was... I think he's fine. I But part of me is... My other problem is I just don't think he was much of a leader during that period and and again part of that is cuz they're not letting him be or they're not that's not why he's there they're 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 playing they're playing damage control
3: leadership's like one thing if you're master of your own leadership like publicly cuz there's behind closed doors and what that looked like
2: yeah it's it's two very different A bunch things. of people are telling you how to lead. I'm
3: like, good leadership is not telling any of Activision's dirty secrets and making sure to protect Activision before any of your employees. And you're like, I don't know about this.
0: Yeah, no, I don't
2: like this job. This job kind of sucks. Chatterer also asked, didn't that picture – I love this question. Didn't that picture guy you had guessed on The Instance try to make his own game too? Yes, Kurt Schilling tried to – he made a game. Well, they published a game. Uh, Kingdoms of Amalur, and uh, that came out. Great.
0: That's it was a great, a great game. game.
2: And it was already somebody else's, but they bought it and published it. And then they tried to make an MMO, and then they ran out of funding. You should really read up on 38 Studios and their rise and fall, because it's a hell of a and they story. they
1: crippled the state, and they got, they got real upset.
2: Yeah, it's a big mess. It's still a, <laughs> still a giant mess, but that is, the, that is one of those... I, I kind of envy the person for asking this question. I
1: because I wish I didn't... Because they don't know.
2: Yeah, I wish I didn't know all of it it's a really dark that's a dark patch in my professional time doing this because kurt went freaking off the reservation man anyway people don't like using that phrase either right you're not supposed to say that off the reservation yeah it's probably not the best all right i'll say he was
1: off the rails
2: he went off the rails there are no ethnic or racial connections to rails as far as i know
3: missed the cocaine rail and was just puffing glass (laughs) table that's what that, that <laughs> means, right? off the rails.
2: <laughs> I don't think that's it. I don't think that's oh. it. Uh, yeah, there are a couple it of is. there are a couple of uh there are a couple of dark dark spots.
3: I mean, you know, and we don't exactly live in a time and like I'm part of this where we're very forgiving uh once people cross a certain threshold. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's yeah.
1: yeah. I think it, there's a problem with that too. You know, there is i like, mean there, there, like, but- there is a reason uh that you know theoretically prisons exist the idea that people can reform i know like we're opening a whole can of worms here but yeah. like the theory that people can change and reform it's like it's always seemed a little hypocritical to be like I don't believe in the death penalty. I don't think we should kill any kill anybody. But people don't change, and if somebody screws up one time, you should certainly never forgive them. Yeah, a like, felon well, who served 20
3: years can he go get a job? And you know he served his time. You know, like there's, the just, and all that. there's yeah. just a
1: lot of lot of issues. I think we we I don't I think we have uh, not enough forgiveness and maybe an overabundance of judgment. Yep. Not to say that there aren't some pretty bad people out there that have done some bad things, and good that they got help. To account, but the court of public opinion is not known for having reasonable sentencing.
2: No, it's just a mob with torches, it's the same as it ever was. It's just now you all have a computer to warrior behind, it's the only difference. Yeah. I hate it. Mm. Uh, moving on. Let's read this email that I got here. Oh, you know what that means? I got to play this business from Mega Man.
0: That's a good question.
2: Uh, we got an email, uh, and some texts and some stuff here from listeners. This first one's an email from Will in Albuquerque. He sent it to talktothecore at gmail.com, and he says, "Good morning, core folks. Do you guys good like morning? Being, do you like being a folk? You all right with yeah. that? Okay. Yeah,
1: well, folks are. I okay. say He's... folks all the time.
2: It's very folksy, you know, yeah. literally, but." Anyway, he says I have over eight thousand hours in Destiny across both games. Uh, have a Destiny Whoa, what a terrible, terrible times, game. <laughs>
1: how many times does that guy pay sixty dollars, Scott? That's
2: right. Every time is the answer. Um, <laughs> he says I have a Destiny tattoo, and I am generally oh, a mark shit. for Destiny content. This new expansion takes the problems that Destiny had previously with story and cranks it up to 11. It doesn't explain, <laughs> he says it doesn't explain anything. Uh, it after, takes the
3: problems <laughs> and cranks them to 11. What he says, feature.
2: after last year's story was so good and largely self-contained, it was a real letdown. That said, the seasonal stories that play out week to week have been stellar for the last few years. Sorry for your encounter with the shitlord side of the community, Will from Albuquerque, in a reference to last week's uh, email, or my last week's complaint about meeting. Meeting I mean, hard cards.
3: one thing I think we undersold about these kinds of games is that even if the game, if the game is fun, but it's not good in some ways, the community that you have in that game can make up for a lot of it. Yeah. You know, like there are shit games you could play, but if you're playing with your friends, it's a great time. Sure. And I think Destiny does have, like, game gamer communities, and that might be a reason that
2: people stay. It's also large. Know? So there's, for every yeah. turd, you got three good people. So yeah, yeah. you're still in the lead. There.
3: Um, But, yeah. Previously takes the problems. Destiny has previously have a story, in, yeah. So it's the story that really just
2: mm-hmm. blow.
3: It's blows not up. just
1: on the internet; it's on eleven internets.
2: It's on all the internets. I don't know if you're familiar with the internet, but every internet.
3: Oh, so they just do they have like a writer there who needs to be deposed? Like they must have a writing staff, but you know, some people get arrogant or you know, just not producing good stuff. It, you can't get rid of them because. There are your employment contracts mm-hmm. and they're your, it just seems to me like, I don't know. I don't know how groups handle this when a writer, like a creative really falls out of favor with the community. You know?
2: Yeah. 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 I don't know. Well, I mean that a little bit of that's going on with Neil Druckmann. I don't know the full story behind why people seem to have such a torch out for that guy, but, um, the creator of last of us and, co-executive producer of the tv show getting raked over the coals because their original concept was for the game that he put that he pitched so this is like you know early early draft kind of sketch area for the for the game before they even started was that kind of a why the last man story it was going to be only except it was flipped only women were infected by the cordyceps infection and uh except ellie who was immune for some reason and so um Joel still parts, part of the story and trying to get Ellie somewhere so they can find out if there's a way to cure this thing, but it just affected women, which he thought, Oh, that's a really interesting idea. He took it to everybody else in the place and they all, and this is from his own words and I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said, I was shot down by a whole bunch of people, especially female developers on the team, uh, who rightly told me that I wasn't thinking it fully through, like there's a real misogynistic angle to this. As interesting as it is to say, oh, what if it only affected one gender? Like, why the last man? Why only the men dying kind of thing?
1: Right. And what that does to a society. Right? Exactly. It's interesting. Interesting thought experiment. Also, probably not a great idea.
2: Not exactly a great idea in execution. And so he, so they changed gears and, and threw it away. And he agreed. He was like, yeah, I don't think this is going to work. Let's go this other direction. And people were so mad hearing this story, saying, who, sa- who thinks of that? Who would have thought of this idea? And I went, I don't know. I feel like I might have. And then people would have told me it was a bad idea and I would have corrected myself just like right. he did.
1: I don't it understand. Like the <laughs> literal thought police. Like, yeah. Or mad about what you thought. I don't I, get I mean, it.
3: Mean, but that's it's not even a bad idea. I mean, unless you think why the last man is a bad idea. I mean, half of it rests on execution. But it's just the problem is that's the world we live in to some people. Women have a disease, it's mm-hmm. called, you know, giving birth to things, (laughs) you know, like, like that it's not really sci-fi. Like that is, you know, all you just do is imagine the world as it is now, you know, they have to be protected and fantalized, controlled. They can't help You know, it's not really science. I think that's why the idea is just bad. It's just, you know, it's like, it's not an exercise in interesting
2: imagination because
3: no, no. they literally have a disease. It's called being female to some to
2: misogynistic men. Yeah, and I think that I think that's absolutely right. And I think that he, you know, imagine that this is a video game, not a TV show. TV show maybe you could get away with this more because you're mostly talking story and exposition. But in a game, you're moving through these buildings and these labyrinthian cities and everything, taking out uh, mushroom zombies left and right. The gameplay of that game
3: Oh yeah, you'd be murdering women. You'd be just killing women all day.
2: That's all you do is kill women. And that, well, that's the Well, the women would all be
3: monsters, and the men would be probably they'd probably be some evil raiders. Like you probably have to protect Ellie from you yeah. know the evil rapey men, which you know is kind of a thing even in this version. But,
2: even in this, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, those like, I think you know, some of those themes are worth exploring, obviously. It's you know, we are we're people who want to explore these themes. But um my my big complaint was that not that they didn't go that direction or even if they had just this idea that how could he have even thought of this idea? Who thinks of this? I'm like, I'm sorry to tell you, but a lot of people are in positions where they don't have to normally think about this stuff the way that, you know, we take it for granted. I take it for granted that I don't, I can go outside. Like, I can go downtown right now and walk all around town in the, in the dark and not worry about my safety. I wouldn't worry at all. Uh-huh. Tell that to your your the women in your life and they're like, Pff, that's, that must uh-huh. be nice. And I, and you have to, sometimes you have to be reminded of this stuff. Like I was doing a, I was doing a logo for frog pants. That was, uh, I did this on Twitter. So you might as may have seen it, but basically it was like a silhouette of a frog and he's super jaunty kicking his leg out and his eyes are white. The rest of him is like very contrasted black against orange. And it's like a full bodied frog just looking cool with his white pants on. And I had a couple of black folks in our community among others, say uh, on our Discord, say that it was they saw it and they went, "Oh my gosh, that was like supposed to be like a minstrel thing." Are you doing like black, like a weird blackface thing with the character? And and of course, I didn't mean to do that or to intend to do that or wasn't ever part of the process at all. Mm-hmm. But uh, but once I hear you hear from the people who are most affected by those things, it was impossible for me not to see it. I saw it and went, "Oh, you know what? You're kind of right," and I'm not that. I'm not that in love with this anyway. I'm happy to go a different direction. It's fine. Yeah. Like that's I, all this I mean, is. Look it's at, freaking look course at How correction. much
1: feedback you got when you were like, hey guys, I don't know anything about symbology. Can you look at these symbols and tell me if they're any of them are problematic? How many of those symbols <laughs> came back problematic for one reason? 90% spot of them
3: Nazi the symbols, please. It <laughs> was
2: a ton of them. I was just I was looking at these like Norse symbols. For This is for my new card game that's almost done, and it's for to help colorblind people see what cards they have because there's a lot of color involved. Mm. So the whole intent was just I want to have these distinguishing marks, and I thought those look cool because they look kind of fantasy. The game's called Dungeon Murder. It looked like it fit well. But then I thought, ah, some of these, I, don't, I just don't know anything about these. What do these mean? So I put the whole grid up on Twitter. My gosh, I probably came this close to using like 15 different uh, really old Nazi hate symbols that that are super circulated even today. I don't know this shit. How do I know this?
1: Yeah, well, I wouldn't have been able to. There was uh, there was like maybe one or two where I was like, Scott, that looks a little suspicious. They're <laughs> probably the ones that made you go, I'm gonna ask yeah, about that's this before exactly I right. do it. Exactly. But right. I wouldn't have known like half of them. And like that's the thing is, you put stuff out there and you get broader perspectives. Because not everybody's story is your story, and that's that's a part of the creative process. Just, like that's all it is. It should be a blessing that we can do this. It shouldn't be like a death sentence that you tried to do right. And uh, how could you even think about using Norse symbols trying to help the colorblind? What a what a monster! Yeah, what like, a it's, terrible it's human. just it's just bizarre. People. Kyle told me something recently. I think he said it to the stream, but I assumed it was to me only because I know Kyle. And he said that there's something about this time of year where people just latch on and drum up any drama they can possibly get their hands on. Mm -hmm. And I've started thinking about it ever since he said it. And it's becoming truer and truer. I think Kyle might be a secret. Do you think it's like this late, it's
2: late winter. We're all sick of it. We're ready for spring, you know, <laughs> where we've
1: we've all been cooped up except here in Arizona where we've finally been allowed to go outside. Um, but yeah, I, I, it might be something like that. I didn't put it in news. It's not worth talking about. Final fantasy community is up in arms over a chair right now. I'm sorry. It's just what like happened? the drama in the world right now is people latching on. Is it a weird Nazi chair? Shit. Nope. Just a chair, (laughs) and it it is—it's been big drama. So it's—it's just crazy. Yeah, that is a little uh, crazy. And and also, it's like you said earlier. Anytime anything gets big, um, more and more voices are gonna gonna want to take a shot at it. You Mm -hmm. know, there's something. I think there's something in people that when they see success, and either they don't like it, or they're jealous of it, or they just want to have a contrarian opinion. They look at it and they go, How can I take a swing at this? And yeah. they'll take any any shot they can see.
2: I also just prefer a more practical approach to these things. Uh the chat room or Baton in the chat room says, I think symbols should be thought of for their original meaning, referring to like the swastika being the Indian symbol for good luck and has any other ancient Sort of roots. <laughs> well, good luck good in getting luck, people dude. to think about that. Yeah, good luck with that. I, I, I wish I, you the best.
1: I agree in principle. Yeah,
2: good luck. Good I wish we luck. could take it back. I wish we could take the swastika back and turn it into what it was before the before uh, Hitler and his people got a hold of it and twisted it forever. I wish that could be done. And I wish Sorry. Dr. Gay Hitler didn't have to change his name. A giant world <laughs> war and six million Jews uh, dead later. You don't just get to go, Ah, flip it back. No. We're good. We got the old symbol back, you guys. Good job. It doesn't work like that. I'm sorry. It's just not practical. I wish it was. I'm with
1: you in spirit. Yeah. I, but, I hate that people take things away. You know, I it, it's annoying. It sucks. But it, it's the yeah. nature it, of the world.
2: And who knows? A thousand years from now, nobody cares. You know, they, it, it does switch back. Eventually, it becomes a cool part of your hot Wheels set you buy and all the cars come to the middle on a swastika and change lanes and you know <laughs> like some so weird like our, that.
3: Our, first inter, our first intergalactic spaceship will
2: be swastika yeah cake, just a big swastika because everyone will have lanes. forgotten by then yeah. and we'll take it back and it'll mean peace again or whatever <laughs> but you know yeah, like I mean, the only efficient think, way to do it think of the, to the
3: look on is those swastika. aliens
1: face when they get down here and they go our ship means what
3: <laughs> yeah what again i'm sorry Oh, that would be hilarious! <laughs> aliens visit. They have a swastika-shaped ship. Presumably. Yeah, like, like wait uh, a minute. We were that's here a really thousand years ago. Aliens, <laughs> nice to
1: meet you. We were here a thousand years ago. Before they even get off the ship, <laughs> everybody's mad outside. They'll be Alien mad. Life finally Look. visits the planet. People are like get out of here.
2: They'll be we mad because they to- were here. They were here a thousand years ago when it meant peace, and then they but went they and built all their ships. Aliens. Yeah, and then their <laughs> ships came back, and they're now shaped like the peace symbol, and they were excited to show us. It's like, hey, we were, we've were we been gone for a thousand years. Ch- look what we did to our ships. It's like that peace symbol you all have. And we'll go, ah, shit, Hitler's back. It's back. space space Nazis. And they'll go, what, wait? And then,
3: yeah. Then what? Yeah, then we'll start a war just because they were shaped differently. We, <laughs> we, were, we were being racist while trying to be not racist. <laughs> They're shaped like swastikas. They have to be evil. Kill them all. Kill
2: them all. All and right, And then they're
3: like, we mean peace. We're
2: like Vulcans, but swastika-shaped. <laughs> We're like Vulcans. I like that they would know that coming in.
1: <laughs> yeah, they, They've they studied a lot of our culture, but maybe missed a couple key pieces. Yeah, they've binged TNG, so they know We saw up. Star Trek. Nothing that referenced <laughs> Nazis, but we saw Star Trek.
2: Uh, that's good. Uh, Nick from Springfield, Massachusetts wrote in, and, uh, this was a text to 801 471 John talking about his headphones is exactly why people like him and myself probably aren't ever adopting VR, man. It says we both have our really hard time using headphones that completely, completely isolate you from the world around you. VR does that exact thing, but with your eyes and if you can't, or sorry, and if you use your headphones, uh, those two. It's just an uncomfortable experience for me not to have that sense uh, to use around me. I can't explain it. Thanks, Nick. Well, I mean, you lumped John in there, but John, do you feel that way? Is it, um, is it, is that why you don't like it? It
3: isolates you? It's a Hmm.
1: little bit of that. I mean, to me, it's just like I owned a Nintendo Wii. I I know what it's like to have a system that's like changing things up. We're about experiences, man. But like, that stupid little piece of plastic that sits on top of my TV falls behind the TV all the time. Do I really want to go fish it out with its tiny little cord and untangle it and put it back on the TV? No. Mm-hmm. And if I don't want to do that, I don't want to figure out a headset. Um, so I just, there to his point, yes, I I don't like being isolated. I would. The only time I would use VR would be a, a situation where like, I've told everybody in the house, all right, I'm going to be going into VR. Everybody. I'm going in now. you got to leave me alone. <laughs> uh, we're going to have a safe word or a safe shoulder tap or something to let me know if I need to come out. But yeah. otherwise, I'm going to be in here. I don't like to – I just don't like to close off the world. I don't like wearing headphones. I know that's kind of the point of it. So I would have to go into it knowing that's what I was doing. I get you. And, and then I would be okay. But there would never be a point where I'd just be sitting around and go, on a lock today i think i might do vr like that would never that would never happen it'd be too much of a thing for me
2: yeah i get it i
3: do like you could use your shoulder headphones when vr so then people could be like john and you would hear them coming that's kind of what the built-in quest ones
2: are like Bo. right like they're just they're not really at headphones yeah the
3: built-in quest ones actually also you don't have to have headphones to use the built-in quest ones but
1: Yeah, but if I'm going into VR, I'm going in to trick myself. Like, I'm going in for that purpose. So I would never do the shoulder ones for that because it would be a how immersed in it could I become? Because that's that's the point. It's like...
3: You know, yeah, I understand. I wear headphones all the time, so like yeah. I get it. But you know, if you're trying to make a compromise, like not to have a heart attack from someone scaring you or something, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Nobody wants that. Like maybe if you're playing Beat Saber, it's fine. Like how immersed do you need to be playing Beat Saber? Yeah,
1: okay. No yeah, that's true. That's a good example. Did you
2: guys see that video? Somebody got uh, their Steam Deck running Beat Saber on a on the headset. So their Steam Deck is is the computer and oh, they're tethered to it cool. to a quest nice. and the quest is playing oh, full blown wow. ninety frame per second. Uh, no Issues uh, Beat Saber. Oh, I guess Beat Saber... Sick. I guess there's not that's a lot of going sad. on in Beat Saber. You still have all the movement and world, and plus you're rendering it on that screen and your headset. I'm just surprised. I, oh, when he streamed it. That's the other thing. He streamed it that's, at 60, so wow. captured it at 90, headset streamed on, Steam like, Tech capture it, and then steam uh, streamed it with OBS on the device at 60 wow. frames.
3: Wow. Isn't that cool? Thought that was that's great. crazy. Yeah, that's one thing I kind of want to do I love my steam deck is yeah. is the is the is the, uh, the streamer packs like the backpacks where you go streaming on the go oh yeah i kind of like i kind of want to do stuff. i could like see that you sometime. doing
2: that i could totally see you doing that
3: even if just it was like for something like blizzcon or something i don't know just you know what i mean like not mm-hmm. all the time but like i kind of like it just takes a bit of setup but i like the idea of doing it in vr this
0: <laughs> is extra yeah. equipment yeah like, well it'd be what know,
2: 180 degree video or whatever right real time uh is that what that is? Oh, even that would be cool. That's
0: yeah. That's one rough thing.
3: Some people do try to capture their VR uh, video in VR 180, and that's that is nauseating because you know head movements and all.
2: It's you know. Well, that being said, I would kill for Bose twenty sixteen or fifty. Was it twenty sixteen or seventeen? bush burger moment like having that captured in a vr 360 video format where you awesome you're, i mean it's amazing.
3: like baseline minimum 5k for i need an 8k camera and some I need an 8k camera and some lenses right now it's like big five ass 10, batteries right to do vr 180 and yeah you get like not a lot of battery life
2: yeah that's cool so i don't know but i would follow you i would follow your lifestyle your streamed lifestyle if you did this be so dope yeah you could program like this, making lake run like this, uh, doing an actual lake run like this, whatever you want to do. Bow's out there letting it, letting it fly. Uh, thank you for your emails and your texts, you guys. We really appreciate it. Again, talk to the core at gmail.com or text us 801 462 That also includes voicemails. If you'd rather leave one of those, we're happy to play those on the show. So keep those coming. I would like to thank some patrons real quick. Brand new one this week Sunday without, sorry, Sundays without. Uh, joined us. I'm curious about the origin of that name, but I like it. Patreon.com slash core show is where Sundays without signed up to never have ads or commercials. Pre-show content every week. And check this out. Here's a monthly benefit that I'm such an idiot. I've already told everybody at the level that I screwed up. But back in November, we hit a goal that we had put in there forever ago that said I would send monthly art to people at a certain level every month. Video game related art In the mail when we hit that level. We hit the level and then forgot the F about it. I did. It's nobody else's fault. So here's what you can expect at that higher level. You're all well, you've already been told on there, so I'll just say it out loud. But if you're if you're part of that level, you're gonna get November, December, January, and February art all caught up. Whoa! And a new one this month. So I'm making good on it. We hit the level. Now we're gonna make good. Okay. Wow. So there, there's that. I still I mean, have I to. I feel
3: like we all share responsibility for the patron. There's three of us here, but. If you, if your buddy takes responsibility, then how can I take it? He already <laughs> took
2: it. <laughs> I took your responsibility. Yes. So, so feel that's, relaxed. That's a
3: trailer park boys reference. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. Yeah, because Bubbles took responsibility for burning down the trailer, Ricky, who did burn down the trailer, is like, "Well, you already took responsibility. Yeah. I can't take. <laughs> I can't take what he already took. That's it's
1: such a Ricky taken. thing.
2: That was the point. That's the most Ricky ass belief of all time. That's something Ricky would only believe. Someone There's
1: a the strange logic to it at mm-hmm. the same time.
2: I've been watching that again. And you know what's not bad? A lot of people are disagree with me on this, but their animated season, I liked it.
3: Yeah. Thought the it was funny. Portrait. Yeah. It's, it's just more of the same but animated. I wouldn't mind it's more It's kinda hard. gross. I don't like the There's one with the herpy.
2: Oh yeah, the herpy.
3: Or the tapeworm. It's a tapeworm. Uh, that was a, like a Yeah, the
1: tapeworm was a bit.
3: The rough. Tapeworms rough. Like just the way it's animated is really oh,
2: gross. It's worse in he, animation. He gets a tapeworm was, and then he keeps it as a pet. Yeah,
3: and it's just not. <laughs> that's not great.
2: <laughs> like a stupid goldfish. Well, anyway, uh, if you want to benefit from all of the things I just said, uh, go to Patreon.com/show. Okay, we really appreciate those who are there. Thank you so much. It means a lot, and it makes it so we can do this show and more. Uh, so go check it out that's patreon.com slash core show everything else is at frogpants.com slash core and a reminder that we record on Thursdays at 5pm mountain time right here at twitch.tv slash frogpants and I'd like to encourage people to join our discord if you have not done so the discord is hopping these days lots of discussion going on the yeah. core uh, the core channel in, in particular always a ton of talk and discussion going on in there and you don't have to be anything special to join that just go to frogpants.com slash discord and you're in that's it Simple, urine. pimple, dimple, wimple. <laughs> Ur- urine, urine, Ur- urine, urea. All right. <laughs> Sorry, it reminds me of your urea thing when you were drinking too much pop or whatever. Remember that, Bo? you me Oh was- yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I, I feel like I don't, I don't <laughs> want to remember
2: that stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: stop
2: that bringing it up. <laughs> Scott. Yeah, I really should stop bringing it up. All right. Uh, I mean,
3: so- I bring it up. I bring it up too. It's, it's, yeah.
2: Well, You're here's drinking the good- pee. Stop, stop drinking Coke. You're drinking pee. You're drinking pee. But don't worry. Grandma, with her fast uh, reflexes, is now going to remind us what we played today so that people can go out and find these games. Grandma, take it away.
1: It was a hell of a show with a lot of games, so I'm going to go through them real fast in case you didn't follow what they talked about. Scott played Hotel Renovator. That's the hotel game. He played Halls of Torment. That's the Diablo Survivor's game. He played Dead Space Remake. That's the Dead Space game. He played Satisfactory Factorio and Dyson Sphere. Those are the building things games. He played Immortals Phoenix Rising, and he barely talked about it, but I I, I talked about it. <laughs> John played Devil May Cry from the HD Collection. He played Fortnite. He played Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. Thank you, Sad. He also played the Resident Evil 4 Remake Demo and Octopath Traveler, and Bo played Farthest Frontier. That's the, the the building a town game, and then he built his own game. Play it, you can't. Coming soon, but not yet. <laughs> you can't <laughs> try it. You can't.
3: You know, fast grandma's like sassy. She is sassy, <laughs> yeah.
2: right? Man, sassy. Yeah. yeah, you hurry grandma up, suddenly she becomes a real
0: bitch.
2: Just kidding. Uh, that's it for the show. Thank you all for listening. Be back here next time for more, and uh, we'll have had we will have played some Diablo by then. So we'll have a lot to say. going to be a the, big Diablo
3: special next week. Yeah, like probably a lot to say about up it. For a lot of commentary, yeah. mm-hmm. I hope it's good. I do too. We're Have
1: a common game for sure.
2: That's right. I mean, get ready for it. We're gonna be. There's a lot of Diablo talk happening in our future. Yep. If you don't want that, I don't know what to tell you. But I can tell you this: it's been great having you all here. Check us out then. Thank you all for listening. We'll see oh. you next time. Oh, did you have something, Bo? Go ahead.
3: No, I was going to say, it's Pimp our streams. I imagine we're all streaming. So oh, yeah, we're all
2: streaming like, now. Like so uh, it's uh, Frog Pants. Uh, you got the, the Fractured Rogue. No, what is it? Uh, tireless Rogue? What is Craftless it? Rogue. Craftless, <laughs> Craftless Rogue.
3: Craftless Rogue. <laughs> Why'd you name it that?
2: <laughs> it used to be Revendon, and I always forget. Uh, there's that, and then Bo's is, is just C- Bo Schwartz now. Craft. Is yours? Craft. <laughs> Craftless rogue, right? Like craft, craft dinner. Craft. Yes. With no craft dinner. Like a rogue dinner. that doesn't craft.
3: Yes, anything. except
1: craft with craft dinner. Isn't it spelled with a K?
3: Oh, yeah. It yeah. Is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, you yeah, it's yes. want to use a C craft the sea dinner <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm making it hard we've created a new road. 10 hams
2: yeah new 10 hams nicely done everybody and then bo is it bo schwartz or are you at gorath still i don't remember now yeah, i'm at bo schwartz but i think it' am changing it back is not it kind of like just
3: my <laughs> the
1: video doesn't match up I, don't know. I like
3: stuff.
2: it i like well i don't know gorath was fun i just didn't like how it had the four in it you know i know we got to fix that. Zero, you're okay with the zero, but just not the four. Yeah, the yeah, oh, that's four right. is the
1: problematic one. <laughs> I forgot
2: about the zero because the zero you could think of an O. I don't know. I change it to Bushburger. I don't know something else. Whatever you want. Wh-
1: oh, Bushburger oh, Bush. is Bush. a TV great slash Bushburger yeah. streaming name. No yeah. one's taking it. Go already. get it I quick.
3: Gotta be, I gotta be Bushburger sixty nine. You something. gotta be quick. No, you just go check right now.
2: Hold on, Twitch TV. We oh, spelled Twitch wrong. Shit, I'm being too fast. Oh, shit. Twitch.tv slash Bush.
3: Wait, we got is is a Bushburger mean something like Nazi style,
2: by the way? I hope not. Oh, there is someone. Eh. Nah. Um, They're offline and have never done anything. Jerks, squatters. <laughs> I might as well just take the actual
1: Gorath, too. There's no Gorath.
2: I'm annoyed.
3: All right. Make a well.
1: description of me when my internet dies. They're offline and have never done anything.
2: <laughs> all right. Well, that really will do it for us. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.
0: Yay. Now we have to get rid of her. Throw her out the window in the hallway.
2: She'll like the fountain. (laughs) Yep.